Ooh, catch all that ambiance. Oh yeah. Hey, um, what's going on, everyone? This is this is Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. Today's episode talks about language. Right now, I'm at a fucking diner, and nobody is fucking social distancing. I mean, they're literally like in booths, like shoulder to shoulder. So I'm not gonna blow up their spot. I mean, I actually like the place, you know. And I'm eating there, and you know, I appreciate them for taking that risk and being open. But bruh, it's one o'clock. I mean, sorry, it's eleven thirty. They're open twenty four hours. I'm uh, editing down the podcast as we speak, and uh, just uh, waiting on a friend that I will social distance with. But um. While the podcast does talk about language, the origin of language, why I feel like, you know, this, the, the fear of curse words is sort of like mm, a superstition, if you will. And um, where all this courtesy and all this niceness comes from. Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll hear that. And uh, you'll also hear us go off on a long hour tangent uh, that completely goes against what I normally do. Uh, which is I trying my best to stay away from deep political issues, but you know Jerry and Alex are very politically charged people, and um, you know we try. I tried to steer it away, but I couldn't. Anyway, enjoy the show. Um, be sure to uh, follow Jerry Thomas G H E R I T H O M A S on Instagram, as well as Alex. Space Liberace, S-P-A-C-E-L-I-B-E-R-A-C-E. And uh, if you like the podcast, be sure to donate to Cash App dollar sign P-O-O-K-S. That is dollar sign P-O-O-K-S-M-C-G-H-I-E. It's like Spooks McGee, but the dollar sign replaces the S. Anyway, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Late Bloomer Podcast. It is me, your host, Spooks McGee. And I'm greeted, uh, accompanied by the lovely Jerry Thomas, I'll just you can just use my whole name. I don't care. Okay, I use my whole name for everything. Okay, I, so I'm one of those lame people. She don't want. Okay, Jerry Thomas. Nobody That's G H E R. That's right. I'll cut him out. I'll cut it out if you want. Yeah. Wow. Surprise. Yeah, because it's gonna be on that single. Nobody knows. Nobody knows of, but it's a hot fire song, and y'all gonna see. Anyway, Jerry is a certified illustrator. Dope ass mm-hmm. fashion designer. The CFDA. Don't, CFDA. Don't leave it out. The Council of Fashion Designers of America. Yes, fashion designer. Certified, certified fire. And she's a beast with the fucking fabrics and shit. And um, um, I also model for the art industry. You know, right. painters, sculptors, illustrators. SCAD painters, graduate. Yeah, yeah, SCAD graduate. Many many years ago. Yeah. Um, and I live off my work. I live off of. I'm a freelancing, independent contracting, hard working some of them beer. Yeah, that's what's up, Speaking man. Speaking of censoring myself. Yeah, so I was saying, like, you know, you fucking beast with it, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do my <laughs> thing. Um, so 
I owe some people some stuff. <sighs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> choosing to do art or to be in the art industry is it's difficult. I mean, I wouldn't do. I mean, That's personally, if it, here, here's the thing: if it were up to me, right, to choose what I was supposed to do, I would not be in media. I promise you, I do not want to be on this fucking shit all the time. I don't want to rap. I don't want to sing. I don't want to do a podcast, but I got to. I have to. Okay? Why do you feel like you have to? Because everything in my spirit, everything in my energy, everything, no matter how hard I've tried to get away from. Excuse me. Oof. (laughs) Wow. Okay. You feel like it's a calling? Like you can't dismiss it? You can't not do it because it's literally a calling? It's like this. If I wanted to do something regular... Do you hear the B? Yeah, I hear it. I'm going to slap the shit out of him. If you wanted to do something regular, stay on task. Nobody would even care. Just keep with your sentence. If I... I okay, I really would like to just be a regular ass nigga. This is a curse, a gift and a curse. I promise you. I would love to just be some regular Joe. I don't want to be some kind of like, I don't want to be responsible for what I have to say all the time. I don't want to have to uh, keep up my image. If I want to get fat, if I want to get ugly, if I don't want to shave, you know, it's a, you know, if, if, if I don't want to be setting an example, if I want to just be a regular, regular dude, just doing whatever regular dudes do, you know what I'm saying? Going to the strip club, whatever. I mean, you got to be held accountable. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't. I, mean, I think you, I think you, I mean, we're going to get into like a, the whole woman versus man thing real quick. Just real quick. I'm going to jump in and jump out. The point is that I've tried many times. But men can be fat. Men can be ugly. Men can do kind of whatever they want to do and still be successful in their field. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Okay, it's very difficult at this point in time in the entertainment industry to not be aesthetically pleasing. Back in the day, some of the illest people were ugly. There were some ugly ass jazz musicians and singers and dancers that could sing their ass off and dance their ass off, and it was that's just how it was. It was dope, and people fucked with it. But you have to have your image up. Image is everything in 2020. Image is everything. Image is everything. And, you know, the fact that Trump was able to figure out how to uh, bypass that is beyond me. Didn't have to try. I <laughs> to say. Like, I mean, look at this This argument. We could do a whole podcast on this. Right, right. And I, I wasn't prepared, but I have plenty of things right off the dome that I could use to refute that whole thing. But what I will agree with you on is yeah. ha- having to monitor yourself right. and monitor your language because now you are a figure that people look up to and you're a role model. Which right. neither one of us are there yet except for with our children. Right. But And that's the reason like, why I've been super but hesitant. But your past could come back to haunt you. Yeah. That's why so I've been super hesitant on like speaking out on certain issues mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. because I feel like I just I, I got to step up my my clout, my social status a little bit more. Before I start spitting off that shit, because I, I got some, you're not gonna like what I have to say about certain things. You know, I actually had a dream about being a celebrity last night. Yes. And in the dream, I was in an interview telling somebody, like, I was cursing and screaming, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what you guys think about me. 
um, and I don't give a fuck that I give too much information. I don't I don't care if I give too much information because at the end of the day, if I blurt out all the things that I am or even things that I'm not and just lean into people's uh, superstitions or their uh, their rumors and all that type of stuff, then that leaves no mystery to me and who cares about my life at that point. Yeah. If I let everything out there and don't let anything be a mystery, you're not going to care about what's going on in my life anymore. And I'd rather that... I'd rather feed into the lies too. Like, let you believe whatever you want to believe. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, whether it comes out of my mouth or somebody else's mouth, you can take it and misconstrue it into the uh, headlines and all this other stuff. Who cares? Yeah. Because if I if I put myself out there in such a way, <laughs> people are just gonna be like, "Oh, that's just Jerry," you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. Just, that's just her. And I feel like her. that's what I'm constantly doing is like, I'm I'm putting all the shit out right on the table. So mm-hmm. that if there's ever an opportunity for somebody to try to deitize me or put me on some type of pedestal or say that I'm nice and this and that, then, you know, all that is dead, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I really appreciate the, the, su- the subject that we've chosen today, which is pretty much language and the acceptance of bad language. Um, what I started to realize is that certain people, right, once they reach a specific plateau, right, can say whatever the fuck they want. Here's the thing. Think about this, Okay. I want you to think about two different people. One person is Lil Wayne, right? I knew you was going to say Lil Wayne. I was thinking about Lil Wayne. Go okay, ahead. Lil Wayne. Hold on. Matter of fact, let me turn this AC off. It's getting hot. It's going to be hot. It's going to be nice and muggy. <laughs> I immediately thought about Lil Wayne. Right. So Lil Wayne um, has been rapping about money hoes and bitches. <laughs> For as long as we can remember. Sipping lean, drinking, fucking doing whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And because of his aesthetic, he's always been considered some kind of like, you know, de- he's been demonized by the media or people who just don't understand the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have a guy named Common, right? Mm-hmm. Who is aesthetically what we would say is okay, right? And he's also reached that plateau, mm-hmm. right? Where he has like, what? Oscar for best song, mm-hmm. Grammy noms, all kinds of like accolades, right? Mm-hmm. So I, for a fact, know that Common went to the White House, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Right. But Lil Wayne is not going to the White House, right? Probably not. Right. However, um, Barack Obama did shout him out. That was dope. You might have a good jump shot, uh, but uh, oh, God. Uh, you might have a good flow. Uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but you're uh, no Lil Wayne. Anyway, <laughs> he, said, he said that, right? He said it to who? Uh, it was some press conference. He was saying it to some so kid. No little way. Yeah, uh, no little way. Uh, he has a really easy voice to do. Um, excuse me. So I know for a fact, being a part of the culture, that Common has songs about threesomes, doing drugs, having sex with lots of women, partying. Um, but he also has conscious music, right? Lil Wayne, yes, he does have an overwhelming amount of secular, raunchy, vulgar music, right? But him, he also has songs that are very conscious and very aware and very interesting as far as like, he has the Mona Lisa story that tells a story about, you know, different uh, people's lives. He's got a few conscious songs. There's a lot of great songs. And there's a really good song he put on Solange's album. He did like a collab with her and it was a good song. Right, so the thing is... um, He's also reached a plateau, right, where he could do shit like the Masked Singer and then pull off the mask with his little crazy dress. 
That's hilarious. I did not know that he was on that show. You didn't know? I don't. I haven't watched the show. Okay, like but pretty much like that's crazy. He can do things like that where he could do he the mass like, thing. Yeah. Was he singing like that? I don't know what he's saying. I forgot what he's saying. Um, that's hilarious to think about. We're talking about um, bad language. No, we're not. We're talking about Lil Wayne. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> let's let's get back into this. Right, right. Though. So, but Lil Wayne has still, even though Lil Wayne is in the mo- for the most part chat uh, chastised by mainstream conservatives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he still is accepted by the mainstream, so he could do shows like The Masked Singer or be on Nickelodeon yeah, yeah. or whatever, he's, right? He's a pop hip hop. He's a hip pop. Artists. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And the same thing applies to T-Pain. T-Pain has all Common. kinds of booty songs, man. Common is also, he's crossed over to, to pop with hip-hop. Right. T-Pain so, definitely, he started off pop. Right, so I'm using musicians as an example, but it's not just musicians. The biggest offender of the uh, whatever, like the traditional norm of, of communication is the president at this point. He said things that if your pastor said it, you would be inexcusable. No way. But because he's always, he's put this persona on as some like big businessman, you know, it's almost like status and elite, uh, elite status and money supersedes whatever your spiritual inclination is, whatever your religious inclination is and what your, what, what your, um, you know, your limits are and what how people can express themselves. So when he says, grab him by the pussy, you go, oh, that's just boys talking. But like, well, I want to go ahead and refute you. I was going to refute you um, right off the bat. I thought about Lil Wayne. I thought about Beyonce. And the reason why I was going to bring up Beyonce is because with her, she's been censored almost her entire life. Um, I mean, she's a black woman. True. So this is a whole nother realm. Well, even, even her husband, Jay-Z, they both have steered away from saying certain things and getting into certain drama because they know it will reflect badly on what they've built for themselves. And they keep building and keep building. And it's like the more status and the more wealth and the more power they got, the less they were really hmm. able to say. Yeah. So that's just completely refutes that. However, recently, um, Damn, we're about to get off Facebook. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so how much more power do you have? Hey guys, if you want to see the rest of the show, the live, go to Instagram. Go to Instagram at BloomerPod because this thing is about to die. I didn't charge it. I mean, I probably could plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in. Yeah, you might as well. All right. If you can just, you know, I'll just keep talking and you just plug that okay, in. Okay, yeah. Keep doing your thing. So, um, you know, as I was saying, with their most recent albums, the last couple albums, both Beyonce and Jay-Z have kind of taken a note from Solange and her entire career of being pretty forthright with her music her musical expression um, to speak what's on their mind but uh, kind of like how Kendrick Lamar does they use subliminals they make the subliminals very blatant to the black community to mm-hmm. other communities mm-hmm. they're kind of like what's this about why is there a, a police car being flooded uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what does this mean you know but but we all know what it means yeah. um, so it's like it's good there but then it's like most recently I feel like with uh, Beyonce's Black Parade it's like the reason why I like that song so much is because she just, it's finally like the first, for me, her first song where she truly was like, fuck it. I'm right. going to say exactly, you know, exactly who I praise right. and exactly, you know, you're going <laughs> to know I'm black. 
Right, <laughs> you know, exactly, um, exactly. So I think that's cool. I think that they, that they are finally getting to a point where they're not really censoring themselves. Right. Um, but still, it's like it's done in such a way. Right. I feel like they still are being very calculated with the way that they do it. But you're talking about censoring yourselves to appeal to a mass audience, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, creative, what's good? Uh, says he's back. Um, <laughs> you're talking about them uh, censoring themselves about their blackness, about the expression of being black, mm-hmm. and about their uh, being outspoken about the injustices in America, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. different, in my opinion, than just, than just saying curse words. True. Mm, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The coffee's making me burpy. Yeah. This is a bad angle. But I have to hold this because it's plugged in. So, um, What were we saying? Oh, yeah. So it's a whole nother realm. It's like, okay, um, Jay-Z, for a long time, if you listen to his music, has always talked about the plight of the black man, right? But then once he started reaching a certain plateau, he just stopped talking about that shit and started talking about being rich and having nice clothes. You notice that? Mm-hmm. And it was it got to the point where the rich rap or the luxury rap thing that him and uh and uh what's his name does is like so it's so it's so rich, so luxurious that I can't relate to it. I don't know what fucking Balenciaga is. I don't know why your watch doesn't tick. I don't understand what you're talking about. That that verse that Beyonce did in Ape Shit. Yeah. I don't know what the... And I went and looked up the lyrics. I was like, I don't know that life. And they're bringing up all these brands and shit. Like, we don't know nothing about, right? Mm-mm. Audemars. What is the fucking Audemars? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But maybe those are the people who are at the concerts. Beyonce went and told... Beyonce told me that she wanted to cop the new Bugatti. Mm-hmm. Shit is more than what I'm worth. I think she knew it, probably. <laughs> well, this is awkward. You know who said that? J. Cole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Kendrick Lamar... I'm like, I'm getting off, I'm getting off subject. Kendrick Lamar made some type of song talking about how he wanted Beyonce. I was like, where? what did you do? Wait, 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 wait. It, was a, it was a long time ago. It was like 2016, maybe 2012. I don't know. Kendrick Lamar made this song uh-huh. about Beyonce and like how he's like, I don't care if you married. Wow. I don't. I don't remember everything he said, but I was like, Oh, you gonna get killed? Oh, nah, they tripping. <laughs> he tripping, tripping. Cause Jay Z got them Goonies. I'm just like, it was necessary. He gonna, to, necessary he gonna send beans after him. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people who felt All that up. way. Yeah, I I get where Beyonce and Jay are going back to black. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing though. Beyonce and Jay-Z, right, mm-hmm. both use the type of language, street language, that we would consider to be unacceptable on a mainstream platform for people, not just talking about black people and white people, but just talking about, like, Alexa, <laughs> what are the seven words you can't say on TV? She gonna say them. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. It's picking up somebody else's Alexa. We have several Alexas oh, in the house. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Alexa, what did George Carlin say about the seven words you can't say on TV? Alexa, be quiet. Okay, so... There's too many Alexas going on, and we can't mute the other one, so I can't get the information. But according to the one that was right next to me, Carlin did this bit uh-huh. called The Seven Words You Can't Say on TV. Have you ever heard this bit before? Uh-uh. Okay. 
Let's see if we can find it on Google because damn fucking bullshit. How long does the live go for? The live goes on on Facebook for indefinitely until you stop it. <laughs> oh Jesus! The face the person alive. Cunt fuck bitch. <laughs> um. Okay, I think he knows the words. Cunt, fuck, bitch, shit, motherfucker. Hold up. Anyway, the point is he did the bit and he was arrested. And then a radio, yes, he was arrested. Wow. You saw the thing on the... uh, Yeah, I was watching Ben and Teller. And then uh, Lenny Bruce also did a bit that was super controversial and he was arrested. Now, um, the seven words you can't say on TV, I think that some of them you can actually say on TV now. Right, you can say bitch now. Yeah, which shocked the hell out of me. Right, um, but uh, what was I saying? The point I'm making is, um, there's a certain snobness about language, yeah, that people just accept as normal. And being a hip hop head, I hear some of the most intelligent people use the most obscene or derogatory or vulgar language that you've ever heard, and it doesn't make me think any less of them. And I'm starting to think that. You know, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, where does this come from? Why do we have this innate ability or a need to be polite around people? Where does this come from? Okay. Well, I don't care too much about the, I don't care too much about the religious standpoint yeah. against it. Um, but there is a science to it. And uh, I wish I had his name. I should, probably should have actually taken notes before we started this podcast. But I don't re- research anything. I don't have a Jamie like, like, um, like Rogan does that can go research shit for us. I have Alexa and somebody else's Alexa is picking up our shit. It's so. all good. <clears throat> um, <laughs> there is a particular scientist, um, Asian guy, yeah. East Asian. Um, he did a water experiment. He did a whole bunch of different experiments with water, but one of them in particular, he took uh, words and would write the word on a piece of paper or something and put it on a jar of water and see how it would crystallize. And so he did oh, words yeah. like love yeah, and happiness. Mm-hmm. And, and the water would change its molecular structure. Yeah. yeah. And every time it was a word that was of a you know lower frequency, or people hate using frequencies and right. vibes and stuff like that, but anytime it was a derogatory word or sentence, the water crystallized in a very terrible, awful way. Mm-hmm. And anytime it was a lovely word, it was these beautiful crystals. Right. And I think that is very true for everything. We are 70, 80% water. The world is 70, 80% water. And it does make a difference, the type of language that we use with ourselves and with other people in ways we think. It's going to definitely cause a difference in how we feel and how we act towards each other and all that good stuff. So with that, yeah, profanity might not be the best thing to use all the time. Because the social (laughs) structure has made it so we react in such a way when these words are said. No. No. (laughs) <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the word itself does hold some power to, um, Instagram, F- Facebook is gone. Okay. Well, I'm saying the word, the words themselves do hold some power right. to cause a uh, harm that you might not be able to, um, recognize or feel or understand right off the bat that this is what's harming you. Right. I, but it is the intent behind it. So really it's not the word itself. It's right. the intent behind the word. So right. as we were saying earlier, somebody could replace the word motherfucker with a uh, chosen clot. Yeah, chosen clot. You know, a word that they can make up out of nothing. I hope that or doesn't mean... Monday through Friday. <laughs> you know, you know just, just I'm tired it. of these monkeyfied snake on this Monday through Friday plane. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even with that being said, the intent is still the same. 
He's mad, right? He's mad. So if he yeah. would have screamed monkey fire into that water, it would have looked the same way that if he said mother Because right? of the intent being exactly. exactly the same. Although that experiment hasn't been done. Yeah. But if 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 somebody would have tried that experiment, my hypothesis is that it would Hypotenuse. have same, <laughs> it would have the same effect. Um, it's the intent behind the word. Right. So all words are made up. It's all mumble jumble exactly. that we create. Put into a book, put a put a definition to it. We all start using it the same way. It has the same intent to it. Yeah, it's the same thing as when you name a child. Yeah, you know whatever the intent was that you put onto it. You know, because yeah. people are naming their children all types of stuff that's not actually in the boy and girls names books. Right, right. And then their names all of a sudden ten years later there's a there's a definition for that name. You're like, oh, I thought I made the name up. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then here you go. So it's about intent. Yeah. What was the lady saying that was her replacement? Vaca Cristo or something like that. Yeah. She said, uh. Vaca. She actually said something that was really offensive. Yeah, it's pretty much like holy, holy cow, holy cow um, but in Spanish. It wasn't which Spanish, is, but it was. But I, I just watched it. Was, right. You know, it was another language um, that and basically translated to holy cow. Yeah, which is which offensive from, to Indians who believe that cows are sacred. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't care. And then she went on to say, I'd rather say uh, there See, was this another. Is what I'm talking about, man. Uh oh, what happened? It stopped recording. But go ahead. Oh, well, we're back. We're here then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. where all the people are. Anyway. Like all that space right there, I'll just put it in there. Okay, I'm cool. still working on that. Yeah. Um, she went on to say something else. Instead of, she said, instead of saying um, Jesus Christ or, oh, my God, I can say uh, Holy Buddha or something like that. She said, oh, my Buddha. Right. And it's, and it's like, like, that's like, offensive to Buddhists. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, well, I'd rather offend somebody else's God than my God. I was like, you're a piece of shit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and there's people who have movements and write books on how you can control your tongue and how you can stop cursing and be a better person. And it's just like, man, fuck you. <laughs> because, because y'all are, you know, here's the thing. They'll be like, oh, I didn't say fuck. Right. But then they would be, they, they see a, it. Yeah. But still, but they'd see a black person in the parking lot and they'd wind their window up. Yeah. Well, here's my thing about <laughs> black people. Okay. So <laughs> if you don't want to call me a nigger. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But if you call me a jigaboo instead, or a spade, or or, you know, or colored, donkey. or a colored folk, yeah. <laughs> um, My yeah, friend was looking up her um her ancestry, and she found one of the uh, obituaries that was written in a public newspaper about her great 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 grandfather who died from I don't know he had gotten a car accident or something. Mm-hmm. And, and they went out of their way to say, oh, he was a jolly old darky. In the freaking newspaper, you know, and it's like you know the thing that I see is that there's so much. But their intent, they yeah, the intent. Well. <laughs> yeah, but he's just a happy darky. He's a jolly darky. I didn't say he was a mean a darky. Boy. Um, and it just it makes me upset because these are the same people, the ones that, you know, use scripture and Bibles to say that thou shalt not curse, but they don't know what curse is because every time that they see a black person, they're they're pretty much. You know, cursing us. They, they, well, they, look how much we confuse them. We change our name every, every decade. Yeah, what so. is it? Uh, are you African Americans or are you I the blacks? Like colored. I thought are you, you like colored? Colored? Now, now you're like, okay, now, I wonder, now we can't call you African American because yeah. you're saying you're not from Africa. So now you're, what do you call it? it right. really, now a lot of people say Afro American. Yeah, and so why isn't the NC, NAACP, the National Organization for People of African Origin? Because the NAACP, uh, what is it? Like, the N triple A A P, the N A it just, just doesn't flow, man. And then they see uh, the black organization called NAP. They really going. It is very interesting to see white people stutter over the B when they get to saying black people. That's funny. <laughs> um, he's a um, 
you know, right. tall, very tall, dark brown. Um, <laughs> you know, had long hair. Like yeah. Mocha. Uh, um, what what color was he? Uh, you know, uh, you know, like he, a caramel. Yeah, he's a um a, a you know the on the darker shade of the vapor bag. Um, <laughs> he's black. He's black. It's uh, it's really hard for them to say that, you know. But I don't know. Maybe I, maybe sometimes I catch myself and be like, oh, well, um, Caucasian brother. <laughs> <laughs> But going on to say about language, I mean, I like to do my little spiel about Louis the Fourteenth. That's what I was about to say. I was, I, I had the perfect segue. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. For you to do the no, segue. I did the segue. Oh, my bad. You didn't catch it. You didn't catch the cue. <laughs> my bad. I was like, why do we feel so the need to be so polite? Where does that come from? You huh? did. My huh? bad. And then you were like, you should have said the word courtesy because then the court would have would have caught my ear All right. right into it. So Louis Fourteenth, Louis the Fourteenth, <laughs> King Louis. Goddamn it. I learned about him more in my history of fashion class than any other history class because he was the guy who created the standard of dress for men. Um, The high heels, the powder on the face, the wigs, all that, Uh, because he was really short. Um, He wore these high heels, and he—I mean—they were the first. And he probably had lost his hair from getting syphilis. (laughs) That's why a lot of them were wearing white powder wigs because they had syphilis and their hair would fall out. Oh, (laughs) you didn't know that? I just dropped some shit on you, huh? It's the the history of these people. Um, yeah, nasty. <laughs> you ever seen the the uh, uh, what's her name, Raven? Uh, Raven Simone. Yeah, you nasty. You nasty. <laughs> anyway, um, but King Louis, um, he actually created the entire court system based on all these rules and laws that you had to follow in order to just be a part of the court. It was it was kind of to separate paganism, yeah, um, from from civilized folk. And uh, you couldn't you couldn't even be allowed on the court unless you had a certain style of dress, unless you were able to follow these rules. You know that's where the chivalry and all that came from, um, and how to court someone, how you know how to court a maiden, or all these different. I'm probably using the wrong terminology, but um, all that was set in place, literally, because it was enough to keep people spending their money, their time, their interest, their energy on this upkeep. Um, Did so you that, say they, that there was something that was happening that they had to kind of put some keep things in order? No, there was nothing going on. <laughs> there was nothing going on. He created this system to where you he was untouchable unless you had a certain class. It, he created classism basically, and you have to oh. have you had to have a certain type of class to even be in his presence, right, let right. alone in his court. Oh, you know what I'm saying? saying. So and so because of them, you know, and, and yeah, and so he, he created that whole thing and he reigned for almost a hundred years, almost an entire century wow. because people didn't have enough time, money, energy to put into overthrowing him. Huh. They had to do all this stuff just to be seen in his court and ask him a question, wow. let alone, you know, take him down out of power. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to be of a certain stature to just even be able to status, stature, a certain status and class just to be able to be seen and heard by the court to voice your discrepancies with the way things are going. Wow. You know, and it's like when you think about how that was created way back when, I think I want to say that's the 17th century and how it's come to be today. Wow. To where we're distracted by certain things. We're talking about dumbass shit. Entanglement. (laughs) We're keeping up with all this bullshit. And even as the world is falling apart, we may focus on it for such and such amount of time. But now we're sitting here talking about profanity. Right. (laughs) Right. But we have to talk. Well, here's the thing. I know that there are a lot of important issues going on. Right. But I feel personally. Right. That one, if I talk about current issues, it's going to date my fucking shit. Right. 
So if someone wants to listen to the podcast three months from now, and I'm talking about Jada and Will, and I'm talking about whatever's happening right now, then if they listen to a three-month-old podcast, it's, it's not going to make any sense. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I pick a topic, and I talk about some shit that you know could be interesting or fun, because I want to distract us. Because I feel like this. Media and entertainment should, yes, reflect what's going on and talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I personally feel... There's enough motherfuckers doing that right now that they don't need me to d- add to that. Let me, let me, think piece. yeah, let me add some other shit that you're not talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll be relevant. Like, I mean, damn, this shit's in the way. I mean, what's the battery on this? Hold like, on. 45%. Okay, we Gucci. The way I personally feel is, uh, I believe that it's an artist job yeah right now to be taking account of history because we're the only ones who have no censorship art has no censorship right so because of that we can say and express ourselves however we want to (laughs) with whatever truths we um we want to and that's the only real history you'll ever get and now that everything's digital you know, it's like unless and it's this there's, there's, there's still a way, but because things are digital now, we don't we don't have the same thing going on with Catholicism. This is Catholic, sorry, Cat, Catholic, 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 whatever. When they went and took all the paintings of of any other version of Jesus that was brown skinned and burned them bitches so they didn't exist anymore, and uh, replaced them all with uh, whoever the Pope's son was at the with time, Caesar. Caesar Borgia. Yeah, every painting now is with this blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus. Um, That was a change that they were able to kind of do. But because of Marcel Duchamp and the whole uh, neo-Dadaism and neo-Dadaism period, um, he made a way for art to not be censored. You know, he did the fountain, and he was like, this is art. And people were like, no, that's not art. And he he paved the way for you to not be able to tell somebody what is and isn't art. Hmm. Even though you go to art school and they, you know, say you're really right, sick. but, but, you, 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 but can't. you can't. Still, while they did create a nice uh, cushion for artists to be able to express themselves freely, mm-hmm. um, with the rise of the internet and the overwhelming amount of the media that's all that's all available to us, right mm-hmm. now, people can say things like "rap is crap" and shit like that, and and genuinely mean it, and then have a whole movement behind them that all these people believe that rap is crap. And then they'll right. they'll have like radio stations where they'll play a pop song that features Snoop Dogg, but they'll just cut out the verse and put a, a loop of the beat, like mm-hmm. empty space. Mm-hmm. Why, you know? So I feel like um, we're talking about Lenny Bruce, we're talking about George Carlin, we're talking about people who are doing art specifically with the purpose of challenging the status quo, mm-hmm. and the U.S. government is spending their money to stop these people from creating art. Yeah, because they own everything. That's crazy. The FCC spends a lot of money censoring the TV, the media, the news, and all the shit, right? That's why stuff like this is cool. Yes. You know, we're not under contract. Nobody can stop us from putting this. I mean, I mean, there's, well, there's a lot of stuff I mean, going on with YouTube. When I upload it on YouTube, if I say some shit that they think is deemed, they, yeah, they're gonna they'll, demonetize, they'll demonetize it, me or block or, it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I post my shit on SoundCloud, um, Spotify, iTunes, Nobody can tell me what I can or can't say because there's no corporation backing me. And I've been pushing really hard for somebody out there to create a platform where there is not much censorship and they're not owned, you know, they don't buy out and sell out to um, these corporations 
to where they can censor us. So how do we get a network to function without the help of a big corporation? I have some ideas. People would have to buy. People would have to put their money into the advertisements, paying for it. Or they would have to just spend $10 a month to, to get yeah, access people, to Yeah, people would have to spend their money for us it's, it's literally a freedom thing it's like okay you guys you want your freedom you don't you want not to be afraid of facebook and instagram and tiktok and all this other stuff recording all your shit you have to spend money on this particular platform for us to have this particular type of freedom mm. how bad do you want it ten dollars a month how bad do you want it you know and then let it be us i mean you got to think about it like this why would we pay ten dollars a month to get access to a social streaming service where they play music and do podcasts and play funny videos when Instagram is doing it for free, Facebook is doing it for free, Twitter is letting you use their shit for free. When There are enough conspiracy theorists <laughs> in the world where this can now be afforded. Times have changed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it may not, have, may not have worked so many years ago because you didn't have enough people who believed that they were being listened to. Everybody knows they're being listened to now. People, people are even somewhat okay with it. Or they're like, they're not, they're not okay with it, but they're like, what are you going to do? There's nothing else. Like, I, you know, that's the reason why I won't get the Facebook app, but I still have the Messenger app, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But I won't get the Facebook app for that. I, I, I very frequently add and delete and add and delete the Messenger app. But that's my main source of communicating with other people is through Facebook Messenger. I would love, you know, there's a whole bunch of th different apps I've downloaded since the pandemic because I've had a certain fear of these uh, media, these social media sites being um, shut down. Yeah. And then when, when people are trying to gather to protest or, you know, create some type of reforms that we can have a city council meeting and we have all this stuff written out and everybody kind of come together, like what happens since we're now at a point where we're not we can't physically meet with each other due to social distancing laws and rules or lockdown rules, which have been lifted in Georgia, but only in, in Georgia has it been so, so lax. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, it's like, everything's on a time ticket. Everything's limited. And there's going to be possibly right now another shutdown. Mm -hmm. So then, then what for all the stuff that I've been, or that, you know, people have been planning, people have <laughs> been mm -hmm. planning for the yeah. longest, you know, um, is that going to, is that going to put a damper on things? And then what if social media or phones just completely, or what if Facebook or Instagram decide you got to pay a dollar? They can make a billion dollars just like that. And people are going to pay a dollar. People are going to pay a dollar. But that's my thing is like, who is out there that is willing to go against uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, not only that platform, when we create a platform, mm -hmm. When someone creates a platform, mm -hmm. if it's if it, if the amount of people on the platform exceeds a certain limit, they need to get an outside server. Who's going to run that? So that's going to be a lot of money to get all that data to be controlled. And so, you know, it's just like it's a monopoly, pretty much. What's going on with this stuff? Because let's say that I make my own app, and then I have podcasts, music, um, you know, videos, and social media interaction with all all people of color. Right? Poor connection. Mm -hmm. They don't want us. They don't want us. They don't want to <laughs> see. But this is my thing. If, if you if you start <laughs> the poor connection, no, if you start if you start if you start somewhere, because you don't have to have everything puzzle pieces already out there. If you start somewhere and you gain traction, somebody gonna help. I'm still gonna have to get Google's server. That's probably the one that's the most affordable, most accessible. 
Who knows? My thing is, you don't, you don't know who has what. I'm still gonna have power. to tap into Facebook's. Uh, whoever sells their server to Facebook, I'm probably gonna be buying you from the same company. Don't know. See what I'm saying? Whose attention you will grab? Who has some sort, some sense of power, some sense of a resource that you didn't know that you would ever have access to until you put yourself out or whoever it is yeah. puts themselves out in such a way to where oh. Because there might have been somebody who's been waiting for a coder. There might have been somebody who's been waiting or you know looking for somebody to put their uh, their investment into. Yeah. But then if, if you're not putting yourself out there, then they're not just going to pick somebody and just be like, all right, you. Yeah. You know, they have to see that you have the drive. They have to see that you are really about that life. I think it's so far gone that it's almost impossible. I mean, once Instagram bought Facebook, I mean, once Facebook bought Instagram, it was just like Wild West out there. And so it's like, it's so far down that... It's, it's insane. Like, there's no way. I mean, I'm not trying to be uh, pessimistic, but there's really no way we can grab a hold of all this shit that's happening. It's too much data. It's too much. Like, when Beyonce, when not Beyonce, but when, you know, Teddy Riley or somebody can can get on <laughs> Instagram and then, <laughs> and then 500,000 people overnight, like instantly. Who, like, how many people were on the first couple of verses? It was like a million people, wasn't it? When DJ, what's his name, D-Nice or whatever his name yeah, was, yeah. went live, how many people were on that shit? A uh, hundred thousand? Nah, man. It was, in the, it was like almost a million. Oh, my bad. Yeah. The point I'm making is, that shit <laughs> happened. Out of the loop, yeah. Know. That shit happened. I like, was quarantined with a toddler, okay? Yeah. <laughs> right. Out of the loop. But let's, let's not go too far off. The point I'm making is that profanity and cursing is something that I think is just a colorful form of expression. If some people are sitting in a crowded airport, I think I said this on another podcast, but if some people were sitting in a crowded airport and someone said pizza really loud, everyone's probably going to think like they're kind of hungry or something like that or you know whatever. But if someone said in the same exact um, level, fuck! Right? The gasp. Not only do they get offended, but they also listen differently. Their ears sharpen. Okay. Their okay. eye by they perk it. They they get into this fight or flight mode. They're ready to what's going on? What's happening? Cover right? ears and look Right. Back. So as an artist, I understand how effective that is. That I could say such and such, but I'm gonna throw a motherfucker in for the people that wanna hear me. What Lauren yeah, said. Lauren said. I add a motherfucker so you ignorant niggas hear me. Right. After, and after all of my, what she said in my theory, my talking in my theory, yes. I add a motherfucker so you ignorant niggas hear me. Right, but then what she's doing is saying that because she adds motherfucker, it's basically pandering to ignorant niggas or ignorant people. But that's not necessarily the case. Some of the smartest people that you ever come across use an intense amount of profanity on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And they've even done studies on this, on how much these people curse. Like people that are talented, that are really like... Uh, cerebral thinkers that really like have a, a abstract thought, they curse a lot. But Ola, have you have you ever noticed? This, this kind of drives me a little insane. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're watching a, a really intense movie with a lot of you know layers to it, or reading a book, yeah. or you know listening to a song that has all these layers and different subject matters and different things in it, and you're listening with a friend or a stranger alike, and you start talking about the piece with them. And you realize they didn't catch not even half the shit. They'll go, well, it was good, but, you know, it's a lot of cursing in it. 
Or just, or just, I wasn't really. Or just the only thing that they profanity. heard was the cursing. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. The mm-hmm. only thing that they um, were able to take in, like uh, you remember that that Life Genesis song. <laughs> well, it's just an S E X. Right. Mama C. And there were people who used to call up to the radio station and be like, "Y'all got to stop playing that song. This is supposed to be a fr- a family radio station, yeah. and y'all playing songs about sex." And he's like, "Did you listen to the words?" Right. Of Have you ever? Song? Right. And you know what else song that, that they played on the radio a million times? What? I just baby trying to hold back this feeling for so long. What else they play on the radio? Uh, I need you to tonight's the night. You make me a woman. Come on, man. But they didn't say the word they, sex. They didn't say the word sex, but That's the damn the song was the about sex. They were mad at Life Jennings is because he was said the word sex. And they yeah. didn't even say sex. They said S-E-X. Okay, what about <laughs> sexual healing? It's on the damn hook. It's true. So the point I'm making is, I think that people just want to be mad, dog. But it they probably only play sexual, I mean, just. Listen. They probably only play sexual healing at night. Listen to me. I Airplane. heard a song that came on from the 19... Oh, what, what, uh, what's the name of that shit, man? Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Suck me dry or... Uh, oh, my goodness. Run me dry or something. La gasp. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this song, I believe, was recorded in 1920-something, 1930... Oh, they didn't have the night. I want to say 1940, 1950... Man, what is that song, man? Some me dry. Anyway. Yeah, stoop down low. Let shave me, me dry. Shave me dry. There's everything by Millie Jackson. The Put me in, coach. Oh, he wants to talk. Okay, I'm, I'm going to hit you up. Um, basically, the song is talking about how her titties are really saggy and her pussy is like, um, you know, if something like, if, if a pig got fat from something and something and I got fat from fucking or something like that, right? Yeah, it's just vulgar. It's disgusting. It's raunchy. It's nasty. The point I'm making is people have been nasty and vulgar forever. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, a guy that's like, that would sing those sweet songs like, my baby, loving her so much. And then when the shit stopped recording, say, fuck, I fucked up this time. I'm going to do it again, okay? <laughs> like that. Uh, um, these, you know, and then... It's like, I feel that that, that, yeah, that, the, the that fact- carnal desire to be like raunchy and nasty is, is the whole reason why we exist. Yeah. Like, we have to have that to make babies, to be able to fuck, you know? But what I mean? the fact that people, <laughs> this is an American thing, people separate sexuality from the rest of you. There's not too many other countries that do that. It's integrated as a part of your being. Yeah. It's something that is actually taught to children to own to your own yourself and own your sexuality as you're coming through puberty and all these things. America is one of the few places that um, want to censor sex but don't want to censor blood, guts, and gore and all that good stuff. Is it still recording? No. Um, oh. I was about to get onto a really good No, nah, keep going. It's still recording. But, oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Americans really are offended by their own sexual, by their own bodies and other people's bodies. And it makes absolutely no sense. But that's why I like artists like uh, Janae Aiko and Jill Scott. Like the whole thing with Jill Scott and her, I've been, I've seen Jill live a few times hmm. and I've, I've followed Jill since I was like 13 years old. Right. And Jill's nasty. 
She's always been nasty. Right. But now all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Oh, my goodness. She's performing fellatio onto her microphone. I'm like, have you been to it? She's always been nasty. Right. You know, and Janae Aiku, they were like, Janae Aiku ain't nothing but a thought with crystals in it. <laughs> but Janae, Janae has always been nasty. You can't. It's not like you can't be spiritual and nasty. Right. Express, you know? I mean, like, this is the thing. Like, if you look at churches and, and religious organizations, Somebody's fucking all the time. And it's usually the guy on the top that's fucking. And he's fucking a lot. And he's like, you know, I just find it so weird, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm with child. Man, you you was fucking. You almost beat your drink up. (laughs) I am with child. (laughs) Oh, it's a beautiful blessing. Like, it's a receipt, nigga. I had a from friend. fucking. He used to say, like, every time he looked at a pregnant woman, he just, like, would blush because he's like, I know you've been fucking. You've been fucking. <laughs> you was fucking, wasn't you? You little sneaky motherfucker. You was doing it. You was doing it without a condom, you nasty little You was doing it raw, too. Like, and that's the way it's supposed to be, though. <laughs> that's the way it's meant to be. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call my homie Alex. He's Here's the thing. On the show, we normally get an opposer, an opposing thought. Somebody who... Actually, hey, hey, hold on, Alex. Somebody who actually uh, doesn't like the thing or whatever. And then we talk about, like, we'll, we'll argue with them and make them, you know, argue with us about the thing. You know, I must be getting out of frame a lot, huh? Yeah, I told you you had to keep your spot. Okay. So I'm looking for that number one spot. Just scoot over. Oh. And then you won't move out of frame. I don't want to get me too <laughs> Then don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual harassment. <laughs> uh, old handsy Joe Biden over there. Smelling niggas. Malarkey. He be smelling. Mal- yeah, he smells girls and he like t- gives them shoulder rubs. I'm already creeped out. I don't want to destroy your career in 20 years. I don't want to talk about this. I'm already. So yeah, because it's just wild what's going on out here because. Indie yeah, indie streets. I'm not even going to do it because I know I already know. I already know that she's going to go ham on the whole situation because niggas been uh, getting away with a lot of bullshit, and uh, it's it's really coming to fruition. Like the time has come for people all to. All right, all right. You, you don't got to try to compensate. We get it. <laughs> all right, so Alex, um, we got Alex here. He's a he's he's, a, he's an instrumentalist. He's a a thought thinker, a thinky thoughter. Okay. He plays guitar. He plays stringed instruments. He's a dope dude, man. Play washed up bass. He also plays bass. Yep, upright bass. Um, he also plays, you know, uh, the the drum machine, and does a little beat making. He could sing. He could carry a tune. I mean, he's a dope dude, man. That's why I keep him around because I already know that he's gonna be a, a intricate and an important part of the whole winning team. In movement, and I hope that he continues to fuck with us. I'm sorry. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, freak with us. I mean, um, I mean, uh, to it, to enjoy our company. I'm so sorry. I'm so profane. You see, that's part of the part. Of what I was going to say add to that whole conversation about language and what we deem as proper language. Why do we don't like bad language, so to speak? It's all religious. It's all nah, uh, not all of it. You look at you look at other societies. A lot of other cultures they have curse words that they don't they don't mind saying on TV because they don't see it as profane. They have curse words that you can say that they don't think are necessarily as bad as the English translations because it's all it's all religious piousness. It's all 
you know, uh, self-righteousness, whiteness. It's this, this glare that you can set where you get to say, well, we're better than these people because they, they don't, they don't talk like we do. Or, you know, it's like it's like the whole classic um, school teacher telling you that "ain't" isn't a word. Like, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say? Exactly. Don't don't talk, don't act right, stupid. Right, right. Can I go to the bathroom? <clears throat> May go you go bathroom. to the bathroom? Can May, you? May you suck my dick? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get me too, too. <laughs> that is inappropriate, man. As a penis bearer, <laughs> shut up. I don't want to hear about your life as a penis bearer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me he took me with him to the bathroom. What? What? Hey, you trying? Hey, Puerto Albano. As long as I didn't go with you to the bathroom. Nah, bro. No, we Gucci. We're still on the mic. All right. So, um, where were we at? Oh, so <laughs> you're saying that all this is religious based? It's all piousness. Yeah, it's self righteousness. What Jay Z said? What Jay Z said about pious? Socrates asked, uh, whose bias do y'all seek? Pious. He said something like, is pious pious because God loves pious? And Socrates asked, whose bias do y'all seek? Ooh, that's a bar, nigga. Ooh. It is a bar. It definitely is a bar. Um, well, really good bar. Really well, smart guy, Jay-Z. Well, going back to my original point that was uh, aside from religious uh, uh, views, <laughs> Is that um like say like I said scientifically it's it's been proven that um, the intent behind certain words can mm-hmm. cause issues. Yeah, I mean there was a, a video well, with Penn and that. Teller where the dog was in the in the shot and he was very sweetly saying that he was going to hurt the dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm so going to harm you. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to run the car. Yeah, I'm going to run you over. Yeah. And then when, when he said I love you, the dog got scared. Mm-hmm. It shows well, they like the, 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 the intent. They understand the yeah. tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's interesting because. How many children see a person raging, but they're not saying curses? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They automatically get that energy, you know? But literally, for the cameras, the intent behind him screaming, I love you at the dog, was to scare the dog. That yes. was the intent. Yes. And so, again, the intention behind your words, it makes all the difference. Yeah. That's the only thing that really matters. My favorite example is, um, bless his heart. I love this one. In the South, Yeah. oh, bless his heart. It's condescending. It's arrogant. It's making fun of someone. And you're using bless his heart like a like a spiritual term in in a in a demeaning way. Yeah. yeah. But there is a way where you could gen- genuinely say bless your heart, but it's been tainted by that whole um uh culture, the southern culture of being Well it's just it's just ill intended sarcasm. It's meant yes. to to make you feel stupid, it's yes. meant to make you look dumb, oh, bless meant to heart. make yourself feel better than the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Or ugly. Um, That's what they say about it's ugly just babies. self-righteousness. It's self-righteousness. Oh, bless Bless, bless their life. Mm-hmm. And, the, and there you go. Pious, religion, blessed comes from dipping in blood. Literally, that's what it means. To dip in blood. Yes, that's where it comes. That's, that's the, entom- the etymology of that word. Witchcraft. Yes. Um, you know, it's interesting that, you know, there's a lot of religious jargon and language that uh, literally has pagan type feel to it. Like, you know, bless him. Dip him in blood? That's some wild shit. You see somebody dipped in blood come out of the blood like, oh, oh. I was dipped in blood just now, but I'm I'm highly flavored now. What the hell? Oh, real quick. I don't like talking about my marriage, but I was on my honeymoon. Here we go. And there was we were in the Cayman Islands, and there was like a chicken that ran past the church, right? Because mm-hmm. in the Cayman Islands, it's like the perfect blend of like island and city, and it's just so nice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when the chicken ran across, 
she said the, the dopest shit, and I never forget it because it was just the most perfect wordplay. She said, oh, that chicken is blessed and highly flavored. <laughs> I died, bro. I died. <laughs> that would made me hungry right then and there. Right now, we're going to get some chicken. Damn, chicken. yo. Is Popeye's open or something? I can't socialize physically, though. I have coronavirus problems. Dead ass, my guy? Probably. Well, my friends got it confirmed. So I've likely got it. I don't feel like I need to get tested just to find out that I got it. So I'm just staying away from people for a while. Damn. I'm probably asymptomatic. So you know what that means. I can give it to anybody and I won't even know. Damn. Well, another tidbit of news that has been, um, what's the word? How all the news has been contradicting each other mm-hmm. as now being said that asymptomatic people it's very rare for asymptomatic people to spread it so again to spread it possibly who knows maybe just for the fact that you're coughing less that you're not like you know actively sneezing on people that sort of thing yeah so 80 percent, roughly i believe of case of all cases are likely asymptomatic you may have had it not even known mm-hmm. For all you know, you could have had it for two weeks. Just spread it around, not even knowing. Damn. And you know really, what? As the really host could. of the show, I have to make sure that I keep the reins and keep things going so I can find a way to make it so that we can still talk about COVID and keep the topic. Pretty much um, why Donald Trump and his goonies are so adamant on saying the Kung Flu. And why, when he said it, did they cheer? <laughs> Well, it's to deflect blame. That way you can't say, well, the government didn't do enough to stop the virus. And that way they can say, well, the Chinese gave us the virus. So it's their fault. That's kind of the whole the whole game plan. Though, if you really look at that man's playbook, it's all just racism, deflection, which doesn't really work on people that, you know, are smarter than that. But his <laughs> supporters, yeah. they all eat it up. Yeah, they eat it up. Like, so you think that, and I have a theory about this. Do you think meal. that he says these things that are vulgar, that are racist, not because he genuinely feels this way, but because he understands the effect of getting these both. people on his on his court? Like fuck. definitely both. He's a TV man. He knows how to he knows how to act in front of the camera. Yeah. His whole thing has been he's a TV guy. He knows how to act. He knows how to pretend to be a tough guy. He knows how to pretend to be a smart business guy. He's really not, but he knows how to act. So when it comes time to act in front of a bunch of racist white people, I think he knows what to say. The thing is, I think he also believes a lot of that. There's no way you get in front of thousands of people and start calling Mexicans rapists and murderers and drug dealers, and you don't mean it. There's no way. You know, there's no way you say any of the things that man says and you don't mean it. I'm good, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm nice and balanced. Bam. <laughs> I, I, have, I have things I feel about Sir Trump. Sir Trump a lot. That, uh, <laughs> like what? To be honest, it's it's all conspiracy theory stuff. I'm I'm definitely conspiracy theorist. <laughs> this is not a conspiracy theory podcast. I know that's why got... I was like, I'm just gonna keep. But I I genuinely do think that he is a pedophile. Oh, that's not that's not a, a conspiracy theory. That's layered in facts. I mean, he's There's been real hanging around against... with with oh boy, well, you know. Think Epstein. about this. Think about this. When did you first hear about Jeffrey Epstein? When did you first hear that man's name? Like last year, the year before that, around the time he got got napped. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, sort of. Just now, started hearing about him. Yeah. Yeah, around the time that he got locked up, and then he got killed, and he was a big name, big household name. Now, well, two I mean, years he committed suicide. That, yeah, quote unquote, committed suicide. <laughs> whether you believe it or not, who knows? 
it's likely he killed himself. It's possible he didn't. It's that's that's while you can call it a conspiracy theory, there's some credibility to it, and there's reasons people can believe that. Yeah, it's, but there's one not, thing. The crazy hold on, but the craziest part about that to me is that they haven't arrested the killers of Breonna Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I mean Ooh. that's another thing. That's another thing. It's been out what like two months now, three months. I mean, she died what in February, March, a long time ago. She died. Yeah, and still nothing. I believe the guys that killed her um, are still out there. I know I changed the subject, and I'm supposed to be hosting and shit, but you were on Epstein. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Epstein. You first heard about this man's name maybe two years ago, around the time he got locked up and arrested around the time he was a big name because, oh, he knows all the big pedophiles in the entertainment and politics and this and that. And then he got then he got killed or he killed himself, whatever you want to believe. He died either way. Now, that's when we first heard about him. But 2016, around the time the election was happening, there was a case from a 13-year-old girl who said she was raped by not just Donald Trump, but also Jeffrey Epstein inside of Jeffrey Epstein's Upper East Side Manhattan townhouse mm. where he would frequently have all of his little child sex parties. Mm. Now, that case, those are papers. You can look at them papers. The names in there, defendant Donald J. Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. She said both of those men raped her at that same party. She described it in detail. And that came out two, three years before anybody ever knew Epstein's name as a big thing because when that case first came out, the whole focus was Donald Trump was named in a rape case of a 13-year-old girl, not Donald Trump and some other guy. It was just Donald Trump at the time. But came back up. Wow. Donald Trump was named in that rape case of a 13-year-old girl. And as well, Trump was pictured with Epstein, videoed with him, hanging out, clubbing, dancing, you know, socializing quoted as saying that he's a great guy and that he loves women on the younger side. On the younger side, like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't look good for him. So do it you want to, do you mind indulging us, even though we're talking about language, Jerry, on some of those conspiracy theories that you have? And Absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> no. Why not? He doesn't mind. Oh, you don't mind? I thought you were saying that you don't want to do it. I, I don't want to do it, no. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Why not? I believe some wild shit. No. Are you scared that people are going to judge you because of what you believe? No, it's more so <laughs> conspiracy. Theory. There's absolutely no proof. Okay, okay. It's literally all based mostly in speculation okay. and a little twinge of fear. Well, if we broadcast, <laughs> if we broadcast that on a major platform like Spotify and mm-hmm. YouTube, then we're no better than Alex Jones and niggas like that. So. Mm-hmm. Let's just I mean, not, 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 if, not if you're acknowledging that it's probably not true. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. We've had several uh, moments in uh, on that show, Alex Jones, where he'll say, I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, I heard that this is happening. And then they'll be like, well, that's happening. No, that's the yeah. basis of his whole show. That's the basis of the show. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Um. So the way I feel about Donald, yes. sorry, the way I feel about Donald. You don't even call him President Trump or Mr. Trump. Whatever. Donald. Fuck him. That guy. Um, I feel like, to some extent, there is a lot that he's done. Now, whether it's been done to pander, whether it's been done to, you know, whatever, make himself look good on paper, is neither here nor there. There are some things that he's done that I've just been like, hmm, I just thought about for a little bit. Mm. The fact that he stopped um, endorsing uh, the who, you know, who, 
World Health, World Health Organization. The World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the health organization for the world. Like the, the world. organization of health for the world. He he denounces The organization that, that keeps like AIDS numbers in, in track. Mm-hmm. Like how can you denounce that? Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, we it's like literally I took I took a I took some time to like really look at the moves he was making. Like right before the pandemic, he fired his whole entire squad that had all types of advising for how to deal with this pandemic. And he was well, like, we did that years ago, but just because Obama put that team together. That yeah. was the main reason. So yeah, and so that's that's one uh idea that everything that Obama did, I'm just gonna undo all of that. Mm. Um, and then another idea is that he's literally a conspiracy theorist himself and just can't trust anybody. Can't right, trust anybody. right. He, well, he is. And he, he was is. famous for saying that the coronavirus was a, was a democratic was, hoax. Was a hoax. Right mm-hmm. off the top. Right mm-hmm. off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, like, all this different stuff, you know. Just, he put on a mask, finally. Yay. <laughs> fucking asshole. Is Pence still not wearing a mask? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Just like, okay. So, that, him denouncing who, him firing his entire squad. Him, um, there was something else he did. Give me a second. Go ahead. Well, he just did nothing. Complete inaction yeah. for months. We yeah. knew the virus was going on, and he just did nothing. He just yeah. kept calling it fake. <laughs> yeah. So, I definitely don't think that the virus is fake. No. <laughs> but, um, I have my own thoughts on how it's being treated in the U.S., versus everywhere else. I mean, they can hit under control all over the place, man. And uh, You know, you, you could go many places with that. You yeah. can go to the, the places where it's like, oh, this is a ploy to, like, kill black people or something because, you know, a lot of black people were dis- disproportionately affected by coronavirus in the early cases. Because they didn't have access to that. Well, here was the thing. But at the end of the day, this type of shit is always going to affect poor, disaffected, exactly. any anything that happened, any kind of pandemic but or mass. Anything. But I it's still remember. I remember the worse. day. I remember the day that the face of COVID changed from an old white boomer to a young black man. What day was that? It was like uh, like April twenty eighth. I want to yeah. say. Hmm. It's when like literally, and literally, a lot of black on... people were getting the virus because a lot of black people were essential workers and people that were forced to be out there anyway. Well, this is before. And... This is before they they lifted. Well, in Georgia, anyway, this is before they lifted the uh, the um, lockdown and sent everybody back to work. Hmm. Right, right. So was... all the essential workers, a lot of them, like garbage people, um, just people that 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 have to work that are going to be, you know. Regardless, they're going to be out there. They're going to be on the open, seeing people face to face. But here's the thing: people... they have not, they have not actually made any stats, or um, yeah. they haven't, cre- they haven't uh, collected data that actually accounts for essential workers getting sick. Because that's yeah, I'm gonna... not sure about that. I just know early on, there's a lot of black people, a lot of old people, and generally, just all the a lot of the deaths were in the older people and the older black people. Because a lot of black people in general were getting it. But then, then you had the nursing homes. Because you had the nursing homes that were just hiding bodies. Because mm-hmm. they wow. had so many people Pleasant dying. Too. They Pleasant were just too. fucking hiding the bodies. But then, like, on top of that, you have these um, health organizations, like, you know, hospitals and, and other places that, um, because they understand that the pandemic will get them some kind of, like, a tax write-off or they'd be able to, you know, get more funding by writing that the cause of death was COVID. Sometimes they just add that to the thing. So we can't really trust anything anymore. 
I'm not sure about that specifically. No, I know people who are in the medical field who specifically yeah. have had to put on a paperwork that that, that you know that they were telling them that they must put COVID as the cause of death, even yeah. though they know they had cancer for ten years. Um, yeah, yeah now they, that can they, be that can be considered COVID death. If let's say, for example, you die because you're not getting enough attention because of the pandemic, that's technically a death due to COVID nineteen. And that's how everything. Pandemic, you know, lowered your care. It fucked. It fucked up this the you know the, the schedule you were on or something for your medication. They they messed something up. It's technically they can say the virus is the cause. No, this is what was literally said word for word, and I'll have to go and find the uh the print. This is not a political podcast. I might have to. I don't know. Okay, well I just want to say what was said word go for ahead, word. Go ahead, go ahead. This lady got <laughs> on a podium on a podium and said, "If you have COVID at the time of death, even if you died from meningitis, if you died from other complications from something else completely different, if you have COVID at your time of yeah. death, we are marking it as a COVID death, even if you did not die from COVID." Wow. Those yeah. were her words, word for word. And she said it in a press conference. Mm-hmm. It's a black lady. Wow. Um, and, I, and I'll find it because I posted it on my wall a while back. But I posted it on my, on my wall it was, if it still exists. Wow. Um, yeah. And then she walked off the stage before people could question her wow. quickly. Wow. You know, so that's yeah, been going on. I think in, on one hand, you have a lot of people who kind of just want to default to like the virus is fake or the, the it, you know, the, the fear is fake and it, you shouldn't worry at all and everybody's fine, and I don't know anybody who has it, and this and that. Those are people who've just been lucky enough to not have know anybody who has it. Right, the community, everyone has health care. scared of it. Yeah. But, it's you know, if we stop testing, then there'll be less... The privilege <laughs> to know that you probably won't get it. But, but isn't it... But if we stop testing, then there'll be less cases, right? That's what Trump said. Yeah, technically. Damn, this nigga's stupid. Yeah. Well, it's it's stupid that people believe that. It's stupid that people hear him and then they go, they repeat that. That's what's stupid. Well, here's the thing. This is this is the thing that we should be talking about. I understand that. I get it. I understand how heavy this is. I understand this is the thing that's going on right now. You know. But you want to talk about language? No, I mean I want to have a silly time. I want to have a fun time. You know, there's too much shit. It's too much. It's, it weighs me down. This podcast is supposed to be an escape <laughs> from all that shit, bro. I mean, I'm having fun with it. Now with me on here. Okay, well, Jer- <laughs> Jerry's gonna redirect my show uh, just for today <laughs> to make it about this shit. But okay, so the thing that really fucked me up about the COVID shit and the and the and the uh, the way that information is being given to us about it was the Google thing. That shit really fucks with me. Okay, so if you Google any random number and then cases found, there's going to be a coronavirus app um, uh, um, uh, article that pops up mm-hmm. with, the, with the exact number. I typed 999, 999 new cases found. I typed 69, 69 new cases found. I typed 1234, 1,234 new cases found. It, every single time. So what is up with I that? I mean, probably what, that at some point, somewhere, at some day... Somebody's had that amount of cases. Or so they just set up an algorithm to just put whatever number you search for on the article. Well, let me test this right now. What was it? <laughs> okay, test any it right now. Yeah, right. test it right now. Go ahead. Get to Google, right? Type any random uh, number and then the word new cases. How much you want to bet that at least the top three articles will come up there about coronavirus? I typed in 463 new cases. Okay, we'll see, see what comes up. 
Two days ago, Maryland reports 463 new coronavirus cases, 12 more deaths. Bruh, now, now type another random number. How about this? I say a number, Jerry says a number, you say a number. Okay, then we're going to type that number? number. Give me another number. Okay, me number. I'm going to say seven. Uh, one thousand. No, no, no. I meant like we're gonna we're gonna create a, a random number off of all three of us, a three okay. a three digit number. So the first number I'm gonna say is nine. Two. Two. What what, what you got, Alex? Nine two. So nine. Let's see. No nine two, and then one more number from you. I'm I'm gonna put uh, four. Okay, nine two four. Okay, let's see. Nine hundred twenty four new cases. So. June 21st, Travis County sees 924 new COVID-19 cases in two days. This is what so I'm saying. Kinda... So there, there could be a computer algorithm that's taking all these numbers and just creating, a, generating an article off, based off of those algorithms. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... The that's fucking crazy, bro. Dude, let's do it one more time. Google search. Let's do it one more time. Jerry, not, Jerry makes up a number. Not create community impact newspaper. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. From June 21st. That says Travis County sees 924 new cases. Okay, okay, try this, try this. Let Jerry say one more number. Sure. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 2,357. 2,357. New cases. New cases. Turkey's coronavirus deaths tolls rises to 2805 as of April 26th. That's not scary to you? Did you say the number? In Turkey. Did he say the exact number? The exact yeah, fucking number. Well, no, 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 no. I said. He said. He it said. He didn't say the exact number. Toll rises twenty eight zero five to twenty three fifty seven. So we did it so three times I mean, randomly, there are and an article came up every time. Cities in the world that Bruh. any of these numbers will come it's up. It's crazy that the first article to come up is right. coronavirus, though. Let's try one that we think would never work. Put six 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 hundred and sixty six new cases. The mark of the beast. Let's see what happens. Of course it'll work. It's a numbers probability. Virginia sees six 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 new coronavirus cases June third. I give up. I quit. So, now reporting forty six thousand nine hundred and five so statewide. I don't know if you uh, ever heard of this guy. His name is his his stage name is Young Pharaoh. Young Pharaoh is he like one of those hotel niggas? Kind of. <laughs> Does he believe that women shouldn't get their 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 period? No, no, he's not that bad. A black women should not get their period. He's not that bad, but until um, they ate the Western he culture, had, he did a YouTube video, a YouTube video with um Mark Voorhees, who used to work at Google. Oh, and is he like uh, related to Jason? <laughs> he's a murderer. He kills people. Jason's last name is Voorhees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, so Mark. Wait, wait, isn't the girl from uh, Saved by the Bell of Voorhees too? The one that went like oh, yeah, had mental illness? Lark, Malark, something. Her name is Lark. Lark Voorhees, right? Anyway, but I'm talking about Mark. It's a white guy. Mark? Mark. Okay, so we Mark. Keep going. Um, it's a really, it's actually a really eye opening little interview that he did with that guy. Okay, go ahead. Boom. All right. Um, Mark, yes. it was an eye opening interview that he did with that guy. That's what she said. I'll edit all this and open space out. But go ahead. I didn't um, fuck up your train of thought, did I? You're fucking it up now. Come on, you got All this. All right. You got this, Jerry. Don't forget. <laughs> anyway, so Mark is going through and he's just telling his story about how he ended up leaving. I wanted, I can't remember if he was at YouTube last or Google last. I want to say it was Google. Okay. And he started talking about something that happened in particular with uh, Donald Trump. And some, he went over to, he went overseas. I want to say he went to Iran or I really don't want to fuck it up. He went somewhere. <laughs> And he said an Arabic phrase when he got back here. Arabic. Sorry. He said an Arabic phrase when he got back here. I can't remember it. I wrote it down in my, in my other 
notebook. Right, right. Um, and the phrase translated to, um, we stand for you or we have your back, something like that. We got your back, something like that. Um, and then Google went behind him and changed the meaning of the phrase to where when you look it up, it meant nonsense. Wow. It, it literally translated it to mean nonsense. And um, Like Arabic, the word nonsense or just random bullshit? No, it, it meant the word nonsense. So like, okay, like okay. they changed it to where if anybody searched it, it would mean nonsense. Mm. They took the actual definition of the word and put it into some type of dark web space type of thing. Yeah. And so Mark was like, this is kind of fucked up. Like, what the hell? And then he started seeing them do it with something else. And that's when he was like, okay, I got to get out of here. This is actually like really unethical and I can't really continue to work this job. Right. But the way that they're censoring things and changing the narrative of what people can look up. Yeah. Um, right. And so when he did that, he ended up printing out like tons and tons and tons of pages of proof for it was something I think it was something dealing with child sex trafficking. Mm. It was either that or it was a uh, it was something it was something I can't remember because I don't I don't remember. I'm sorry. Right. But you guys can look up. It's a, it's a long interview. It's like a two hour long interview. I'll put a link to the interview in the bio. It's it's wild. It's, it's conspiracy theories all over. But it's, here's this guy who used to work at this place, mm. and he's like, they literally have threatened my life. They've tried to kill me. They've they, my whole entire life has changed because of this particular situation where he left this job. And and Google themselves, the people who worked at Google, they hired basically goonies to come get the fucking transcripts from him. Wow. And also ruin his life to where he would never be credible and all these other things. Yo, real talk, yo, not only have corporations used goons and private investigators to like follow people and 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 you know, stalk them and and get information on them to use against them and threaten well, their the lives. Government does that. The government yeah, does the government that does shit does too. That, yeah. Quintel mm-hmm. Pro, nigga. But, I mean, Quintel, Quintel, Quintel their... Pro is, is very real. It's, yeah. You can say it's a conspiracy if you want to, but Quintel Pro is very real. That's that how they got MLK. They got audio of him fucking. Uh, they, right. I, I don't because know how. I, when you sent me that article yeah. about like the the thing of something he about heard somebody getting raped, raped or something, yeah. or he laughed about it or something like that. I don't remember what it was exactly. I, I don't I don't necessarily doubt it. I, I, I don't necessarily doubt it. I haven't heard it obviously so I can't tell you if it's fucking real or not. Yeah. But if it's true, I, I don't doubt it because the government did that shit. Yeah. They they went in and they tried to make sure that they would have the dirt on whoever it was they saw as a political threat to, you know, whatever they considered political And, and I, honestly, I wouldn't put it past them planting some younger woman in a situation where she would be compromised and specifically trying to get audio of her being harmed without him responding. There's, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them either, just because it's Martin Luther King, and the whole point was they were racist and they didn't like what he was doing. But the other thing is a lot of people don't, you know, the civil rights movement, the I had a dream thing, all of that, segregation, that, he, he died after that, you know? When Martin Luther King died, he died because he was he was touring around, basically, giving speeches on shit like universal basic income. Oh, uh, and shit, not shit integrating. That, he stopped. He, he, he was, changed his mind. He didn't want to. I think we're going to be integrating into a burning house, was his exact words or something like yeah, that. He started to well, change it's, his mind. It's what, they would have, it's what they would have inevitably started calling socialism, which they did. Camera. They called Martin Luther King a socialist, communist, all that shit. Same shit. Bernie. Same two thing we do now. They do it to Bernie. Well, they did. Of course, they did it to Bernie. But as you saw with Bernie, when it, when they do it to Bernie, it doesn't work either. Just like when they did it to Martin Luther King, didn't really work because he he didn't really entertain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, 
it wasn't about that. You know, it wasn't about, it was about the issues. It was about like helping black people, you know, it was about community shit. That's why he cared about universal basic income, shit like that. He was kind of looking down the road. Mm -hmm. He was looking down the road in the way that, yeah, we ended segregation, but that doesn't necessarily mean that black people are not going to have a, an even playing field or an upper hand in life or anything that's really going to help them get, you know, to where white people have gotten. He actually realized that he made it worse for us. Mm. Doing not that. just that but that it, it can't just be stop being racist because that doesn't solve everything Yo, real talk There's as crazy of... as the nation of islam were they had it they had it they, they were on to something they had businesses they had martial arts courses they had you know respecting women taking care of women i mean bro I mean, health we, and we, wellness the education Black Panther party did the same thing i mean every the, group you know starts out with down. the best intentions like that anyway like broken down. the bloods and crips they were fucking neighborhood police watch yeah, yeah. i talked the, about that on yeah. another episode like community yeah. something like that rebuilding something like, that. like sure sure you can say street gangs now are probably just generally criminal entities but at the start at the inception they were like neighborhood watch groups because the police couldn't be trusted to watch your neighborhood, so you had to do it yourself. Yeah. That was the whole deal. You know, it was watch the kids, watch the people, well, make sure that the police aren't fucking with them. Now we have the NFAC. What? Not fucking around. Oh, no. They're, fucking, they're gonna get them, <laughs> yeah. too. They're gonna get oh, them, just like not, how they got Black Panthers and, and the nation. But it, you gotta, we gotta do something. Right. You can't so do, you you can't do anything. anything. No, the, no, what are we gonna I, do? I can't, I can't we have no with, power. I can't fuck with that attitude. I can't fuck with that attitude. They can because wake up one morning and bring the military here tomorrow and okay. be done. Okay. And so we're just gonna not fight. We're just gonna roll over. No, I mean... Honestly, here's the thing. For me... I don't, I don't want to give up, but I genuinely feel like it's time for us to just let this country go. Let them have it. They, well, want, now, it. Now, they want it so bad. Let's go to Ghana. Let's go start our own community. Let's fuck it, man. Just fuck I am, it. I am more so on you know? the, Let's go they to Jamaica. Go to, they want to go to the moon or they want to go to Mars or whatever. Go. Like they want to, they want to pack up and go. No, they want uh, this country. I mean, they want this, this country. Think about this. The way that this country is treated Native American people mm -hmm. and, and the way the small things they do to try to make up for it, which just are never going to be enough. Mm -hmm. They literally do have actual land because, you know, technically we stole this land mm -hmm. there. You know, there's a lot of things that could be done in terms of what you can do, in, you know, for what you might generally call like reparations for black people mm -hmm. in America that were like, you know, uh, disaffected or nigga, they gave reparations to slave owners by slavery, that sort of thing. Nigga, they gave reparations. You can do, bruh, bruh, listen, do. they gave reparations to the fucking plantation owners because of the because of emancipation, right? Yeah, they lost their they fucked up their, their crops. They, they gave them they because they mattered more. Mm -hmm. Wow, mm -hmm. because they mattered more. And that's the thing is, you know, while you can say and people will be like, oh, but we give Native Americans money and they spend it all on beer, but they live in fucking squalor where they're at. It's not it's not fucking wavy. Like you can say they have their own land and what, but it's not like as nice as they'd want you to think it is. Right. And, and not to mention how early on. Do. Yeah. Not to mention early on, they were separating families, specifically putting Indian Natives uh, into like you know white houses to to assimilate them into American culture and break them away from their native traditions and they tried to do this shit to Africans and then we created hip hop and all this other culture that create culture the culture that they just couldn't grasp and you know now I'm sure that that's, there's a, that's still a thing it's still a culture they can't really grasp when you talk about like hip hop you talk about black culture you talk about this there's a lot there's a big section of this country that will not 
probably till the day they die, not ever grasp it. You know, they think like rap music is the devil and rap shit. Is crap. Like, there's just people that really think but, that. But they still want to assimilate it. They still want to claim it as their own. They still don't want right. us to be when able it's to family friendly own. and when it's uh, when it's something that their kids like on TikTok or something. It's hey, like, you oh, brought it back full circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing. They don't you got, like you got, you got, us you got, saying the f word. You got thirteen-year-old white kids teaching ha- people how to crip walk on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you do though. You really mm-hmm. do. And that's 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 full circle. It's like you know, it's almost like you know, like ha ha nigga. Now what? What you gonna do? We got your kids. We got you. You know what I mean? We got. No, you. it's it's true. A lot of white kids worship what you could just. And then, and then period. one day, an old, a old OG is going to roll up on them and be like, what you know about that crip wall? Let me tell you something. You know that crip was an organization that used to help to bring the community together, brother. Oh, re- I actually was talking to a young white woman and told her this, and she had no idea. No idea. Of course. Not even, like, whatsoever. Well, of course she had a, she, they're shelters. They there don't was know a, anything about that. There was a blue uh, bandana hanging on the door. And I, and I said, what you know about that crip shit? And I told her, the whole, she's like, what? That's a real thing. Like, yeah, you can't even wear the same color walking down the there street. Are, there are white women who look at pictures of black women in their natural state of oh, just being oh, black. She had lip like, implants. Oh, she had to have had lip implants. Mm-hmm. Those aren't natural. Right. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Child. And so it's pretty much like, it's crazy. Because like, what is uh, deemed beauty now is the Kardashian. Big butts, big lips. Full, full eyes, bronze skin. I mean, I don't know. How... Yeah, and these are things that were literally characterized as like laughable, mockable. That's where you get blackface from. That's why you got the super dark face with the huge red lips because it was supposed to be like a ha ha. Look at these black people, ha ha. Like they're so stupid and they look dumb and and now look what they're doing. Now they're getting well, fucking shit injected into Sarah their lips Bartman. and well, they're tanning again, themselves so they can look darker. Once like, again, I'll go back to the history of fashion. Um, I wish I was better at remembering what year. I really don't want this to be a political podcast and a, I'm just saying like the big black the big power, group, my brother. Like, I'm group. down for the cause, but I just don't want to talk. I don't want. I feel like if I let too many people know that I know a lot of shit about this shit, then they're going to kind of like use it against me. But go ahead. No, you see, okay, you so, wait, 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 wait a minute, because he just cut me off and I would really like to finish my statement. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So <laughs> um, there is uh, that time period where, you know, the big the big uh, Victorian dresses or whichever, whichever time yeah. period it was with the huge hump in the back. Mm-hmm. Where'd mm-hmm. that come from? Ooh. The slaves that came over and had fat asses, mm. and this was talked about in our history of fashion class. They, you know, they they auctioned them off or sold them off. Wow. But um, at the end of the day, their husbands were cheating on them and and fucking these winches. Um, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> that's what that's, that's what they, they were called. called. They that's were what they were called. Winches, yeah. Bed warmers, winches. Wow. Um, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden now white, you know, the, 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 the fashion and the trend was to make your butt look as big as possible under these dresses Wow. to attract, yeah. cause this is what it was. It was a phenomenal wow. thing. Yeah. Or we can go all the way back to the first statue ever unveiled, um, in the history of, of time and artistry, Venus of Willendorf, her body structure, basically like a big fat black woman. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you wow. know, and it's like one of those type of things. It's like this has been, and this was the epitome of beauty. The first ever sculpture 
ever was a huge, big booted, big titted second. You know, all obviously of that time period, all of the people were famine. They were in famine. They were all dying. They were right. all skinny. That's what they wanted their women to look but like. But I also saw some of those paintings where the girls were thick, like curvy and shit like that. And that was what was dope. And then, at what point was being in, skinny in and older bony? Times, being being like know, fatter, I mean, having a lot of yeah. a lot of body weight shit. That was seen as a sign of status because you had the money to eat and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. If you didn't have money, you were skinny because you you weren't eating shit. Mm-hmm. So if you were thick and shit, it's because you had money and you came from a good family and you had status and wealth. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a lot of like kings and shit. They were always just fat really motherfuckers fat. Mm-hmm. who were just like doing nothing but chilling all day because mm-hmm. they had they had the the luxury to just do nothing but eat and chill and and just be you know just just bathe in fucking luxury because that's all they did. So the, the poor people, yeah, they kind of just looked up to that. They wanted to be that, you know, they, they just wanted to be rich, which is what it comes down to. They wanted to be rich. They wanted status and whatever they view that as, you know, they kind of, they kind of point at that. And they, they say, that's what's, that's what's right. That's what's up. And then, so in order for them to continue to live in that rich, lavish lifestyle, to be able to, you know, act in that manner, they had to distract people with arbitrary laws and rules. Yeah, it was the beginning sure. of classism, yeah. And that's sure, where that's, the whole etiquette and all that shit came yep, from. That's where the courtesy, chivalry, all that. Man, it's crazy how we were able to go all the way back to the beginning again, mm-hmm. huh? Damn. Because yeah. it's all connected. Damn. It all still has a strong effect on how we choose to live our lives, how we censor ourselves mm-hmm. because we're afraid of, you know, it's, it's all of that. Can you imagine what it was like in Elizabethan times to be a Moor? <sighs> like, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they already saw peasants and people as like lower. Imagine yeah. being lower and black. See, peasants were free as fuck. Peasants were so fucking free and unwilling to change their lifestyle for the sake of this religion that's being created and pushed on to them and everyone else mm-hmm. that they capitalism had to um, incorporate pagan ideals to make their people uh, believe that the pagans were also worshiping the same God. So they changed the day to Sunday. They're like, you know what? We want our day to be Saturday, but we're going to change it to Sunday because the pagan people worship on Sunday and we can't get them to stop worshiping on Sunday. So now we're going to make it look like they're worshiping on the same day that we are mm-hmm. and they're worshiping the same God, all that shit. Wow. You know, like, they, there's I mean, so Paul many... Mooney has a really interesting take on a lot of that. <laughs> I love Paul Mooney blocked me on Twitter. That's the story for later. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, but that's crazy. But I actually want to hear the story. But uh, what he was saying was, uh, these motherfuckers out here, um, uh, he, uh, sitting in their own shit, and then they, they saw African motherfuckers come out here, and you know you know how he talks, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much was just saying like you know, you bathing, yeah, bathing, water. And, and water and irrigation and Soap. all that shit. Yeah, it came from people that they didn't like. They was they saw people living differently, and they took it and ran with it. You know, but these people they they were getting sick because they didn't have you know proper plumbing, proper you know hygiene, and that's why the whole um. Here we go, back again. Full circle to the plague, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, because niggas was nasty. White, I mean, the, the Europeans, they were fucking filthy, bro. Have you heard how many people, I hate to say white people. The black plague. Have you heard how many people have been like, I'm not washing my hands because that's how I build up my immunity? <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are they are very serious people. about it. They're like, 
Now, like, there's there's some truth to things, but God, when you take it, like, overboard, like, they're like, no, I'm not going to be washing my hands uh, five times a day. There's a video. I'm not going to wash my hands every time I come inside. <laughs> I'm not going to wash my people, hands. Those are the same people who don't want to get vaccinated, and they say then they say things like, I played outside in the dirt, and I'm fine. <laughs> like, well, no shit. Played outside in the dirt. You weren't, like, you know, going, you weren't sneezing in somebody's face who had fucking smallpox or something. But I'm like, like you built up your immunity, but you also caught every disease. <laughs> like, you, you also caught, like, you're like, I, I suck, I suck my thumb as a kid, right? I suck my thumb as a kid. Mm. And I used to play outside in the dirt, and I didn't wash my hands every time I came inside, and I would suck my thumb, play and go right into my mouth. Guess what I got? Pinworms. Mm. My mom had to dig worms out of my booty. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, hell no. And this was a reoccurring event. I remember many a time Damn. being on my mom's lap. Like, they, you know, they pitching me. Mm. And she'd have to, like, she'd like, push, push, push. She had to dig them out and be like, stop sucking your thumb after you wash your hands when you come in from. The- now, my immunity level is outstanding. Right, right. <laughs> but I had to suffer the consequences of it. Some people are going to literally get coronavirus, and yeah, your immunity is shoot through the roof. But some people are going to die from this shit. Mm. For what? Because you don't want to wash your hands. Right. Right. You don't want to wash your mask. Oh, my God. You know what? Wash your you mask. Know what? You know wash what? your mask to wash everyone. Your earlier, mask. That kind of just made me, me think. You were talking about, like, the, the origins of all this, like, piousness and, and self-righteousness and in language and culture and shit. You, did, you, did either of you watch the, um, the Eric Andre special, Legalize Everything, on Netflix? I saw bits of it, but no. I you got to watch it. You got to watch it. He goes into this one segment where he talks about John Calvin, who was a like a French like theologian. He was like a pastor, some guy who basically was like a pretty pretty central figure in kind of developing the whole system of like Christian Christian theology, what you might later call like Calvinism. And he talks about it. And he kind of he goes in, he goes into detail for like maybe like a five minute bit. He kind of talks about the effect it's had on like American culture and how basically everything like how anti-drugs we are, how religious and how anti-curse words and shit we are is all just derivative of John Calvin and the fact that pilgrims that came here fucking worship this guy. Oh yeah. Sorry, we're being distracted uh, by filters. It's it's worth watching if just for that part. Wait, what is it called? Sorry, we're being, uh, Distracted by these filters the, the on IG. It's called legalize everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like the thing that he says about cops. That was his bit that I've seen. I've seen it in different forms, and the, the seeing the yeah. final version of it is like, wow, he really took that shit to another level. Like, it's really dope to see artists nowadays take their material and just keep building on it, building on it. Unless you know, like, how you can build a set and like, you know, how you can build something. Because I listened to that that same joke like four or five times, and the final version, the one that ends up on Netflix, is dope. It's way doper, you know. I think there's a lot to be said in terms of language and shit about yeah. someone like Eric Andre. Oh yeah, I mean he's definitely one of the guys that's challenging shit. A lot of shit. it is yeah. based on getting high, you know, hot reactions out of people. Right. I mean a he he is a he's he is a, a college educated musician. Like he is a master. He's musician. a comedic Mar- Marcel Duchamp. Yeah. He's the Mar- Marcel Duchamp of the comedy field. But he says that when he gets in front of the camera, he does all this wild shit. But in real life, he meditates. He mm-hmm. plays like classical music. Like he actually yeah, he has. Plays bass. He plays classic bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He um, went to Berkeley College of Music, very prestigious school. Yeah. It's actually where I was supposed to go to college. Right. Um, but he went to Berkeley. Boo. <laughs> nah, you don't need that shit, bro. We finna we finna put you on, bro. Um. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Like I'm. 
I'm not super reserved when I'm in public, but I definitely can see myself going for the shock value in the future. Just because I, I understand how effective fun it is. About, there's something so fun about getting really fucked up, weird reactions out of people, especially yeah. when you know it's all in good fun and you're not fucking hurting anybody. I mean, you got the Sasha Baron Cohen's. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny because you know you you know on the inside you didn't do anything, but these people are kind of pushing Up themselves out of yeah. their comfort yeah. just because of something you said, and it makes you feel good a bit because you kind of forced this sheltered somebody, person to to see shit that they otherwise refuse to see. Right. Right. Yeah. Key word is not harming anybody though. Right. Right. Yeah. If <laughs> you're yeah, if word. you're really making people feel like shit, then I don't approve. Of it. I right. don't mind pe- making people feel uncomfortable. At all. No, but I'm mean, uncomfortable. Like, is uncomfortable, but is. making them feel like you're degrading them. Yeah. Is exactly. Yeah. Um, and people like Sasha Baron Cohen, Andy Kaufman. Love Sasha um, Baron Cohen. Another one. Zach Fox. Zach Fox. Um, I went to college. Nick, he follows uh, me on Twitter. Shout out Zach Fox. Yeah, yeah. Zach Fox is definitely trolling. Um, also, <laughs> Nathan Felder. Mm. Oh my gosh, Nathan. He got that shit to a T. He he has successfully trolled the media and the news on several occasions. He's gotten them to write articles about some shit that he created. Fabricated. <laughs> did you watch... Um, Nathan this, for You? Uh, Who is America? The Sasha Baron I did not show? see that. I would definitely want to, but it definitely That's exposed a lot really of good. It's really eye-opening. He does a lot of different characters. One of them he does, he like plays this like fucking... You know, soy looking, super liberal, like super woke white dude with like <laughs> with a braid and shit. Yeah, and he talks he, about building a mosque or something, right? Yeah, he's got like a town hall meeting, and he's like, "We're gonna build a mosque," and he's showing the little plan details, and it's like super huge and shit. It's all these like fucking white people in the audience, in the, like in the town hall, and they're all just really like, "No, no!" And he got one of them to just straight up say, "Yeah, I'm racist. I'm racist to Muslims. So what?" He just got him to straight up say it. Good on him. Great job. <laughs> he had an idea. I saw it. Um, J.P. Spears. The light bulb was right there. It's too, either J.P. Right. Spears or J.P. Sears. Mm. Have you ever heard of him? No, nah, no. Nah, it's another no, one of those. No, no. Who's that? Like Hilarious. troll artists? He's definitely a troll artist. What he does is he, he trolls the spiritual community. Ooh. And um, so like he's like he's like this big spiritual guru type of guy, right? Mm. He's definitely a comedian. <laughs> and he goes through and makes these videos of like how to... How to uh, how to hone in on your inner peace or These how to, uh, bro, I'm telling you, that is my lane. I want to create some kind of elaborate hoax like that. I'll, I'll cut that out because I don't want nobody to know, but eventually I'm going to be a part of something and then you'll find out five minutes later that I was the one who was responsible for the it. Thing also, is, the thing is, you can tell that this guy probably actually does live that life. He probably meditates every day and stuff yeah. like that, but he, he does a great job of shitting on the, the spiritual community. <laughs> he, does, he does a great job. Yeah, I gotta see that. Oh, there's another guy who, um, who uh, has like a million dollar challenge? Mm-hmm. If a psychic or somebody who proves they have supernatural abilities can <laughs> can prove it, he has like a really big beard, white beard. He talks to Penn and Teller a lot. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but he had a TV show for a while, and he would de- debunk all these psychics and paranormal people, and just make them look stupid on live television. Oh my! And, and he's offered a million dollars, I think, to anyone who could prove that there's supernatural powers or whatever, and no one has been able to prove it. He's always been able to debunk it. I forget his name. I mean, I like that. I like people who kind of challenge pseudoscience, stuff like that, because it kind of forces people into this scenario where they kind of have to acknowledge the fact that what they claim they believe in as fact is probably not fact. It's called pseudoscience. Yeah. Pseudo is in the name. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, well, they don't see it as that. They see it as real, and they're like, oh, science just doesn't recognize it yet or something. Like, it's just well, there's, not- I mean, but well, here's the thing about science. Science can only prove but so much. You know, you, we only have the scientific method, the four-step, you know, scientific method. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't prove things that most everyone can experience, such as, like, deja vu. Deja vu is something that most people, if not all people, have experienced at some point in their life or experience on a frequent, you know, it's, it's different for different people. Mm-hmm. But it's something that we all pretty much... But you, it, you it can, can conclude explain. a few things about deja vu, whether what it's for or what it does. You can conclude that it doesn't happen because... You you went to the past or something, and you've already been there. I think you that the, the scientific explanation so far for it is sorry for interrupting. Go for it. I think the scientific explanation so far from it is that we can actually pass information through DNA, and mm-hmm. that that we sometimes may actually experience things deep within our DNA in real time that doesn't seem like it actually is happening, but it's, it's very familiar because. I don't necessarily doubt that. I do pest I control. I do that. pest control, Just in the right? Way that by inst- instinct, you can tell what fight or flight right. is. Right. I, know, I, I do pest hungry. control, bro. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting, but I was saying I do pest control. And if you go into a house with German roaches, they always do the same thing. They go behind the fridge and in the corners of doors. Somehow they have figured out a way to pass that information to each other. If you see different <laughs> breeds of spiders, right? They all like if if a, the the yellow garden spider will build a spider web with a little line in the middle every time. Right, and then the little like one with the with the horny the the horny thing with the, with the hard part on his back, yeah, yeah he'll build a, a web a specific way, specific design. Mm-hmm. But no one is like, they're not speaking any language. Somehow they know. How can wasps all know? We got to go in the corner of the of the house, all the way up on top. They just keep doing the same thing. So they're passing that information genetically. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that deja vu, that that knowing that your ancestors are there, your your life, the, you know, understanding uh, things that have already happened, is is in tune in us because is being passed through us genetically. And so that's why I feel like slavery has a serious effect See, on us because the trauma. Is, even that pseudoscience, where is it written anywhere that deja vu is a direct effect of DNA being passed through? No, but it's, I'm not saying that that's the thing. I'm saying that there, there is actual scientific evidence mm-hmm. that information can be passed yeah. through DNA. What does that have to do with deja vu? Because that's information. <laughs> the feeling, the feeling of familiarity, the feeling that mm-hmm. something that you know, that the feeling of familiarity comes from and this is this is my opinion. Oh, yeah. it's opinion. It comes from the idea that the information has passed on to you from generation to generation, and you're feeling that sense of familiarity because of that. Well, That's what I'm my saying. my point. Yeah, yeah, was that deja vu in itself cannot be explained scientifically. It can't. But everything is, that's why they have the hypothesis. Nothing, there are only a few things that are irrefutable. And even those things can be disproven eventually. Okay. If somebody so, can figure so out if how that, to, If that's what we go off of as far as If you can disprove can, it, you can disprove it. That's exactly. kind of the whole basis of science. If that's what we're going off of when it comes to science, all you have is the hypothesis and you have the testing of the hypothesis and it becomes theory. And eventually, if you, if there's nothing that can refute that theory, it eventually becomes fact. Yes. Until someone right. comes along and refutes the theory. That's what's safe about it. That's what's safe about agreeing with science is that you can say, well, you know, I'm not necessarily closed off to this possibility. If it can be proven, then I can accept it. But given what we know, this is what's true. That's what's true. And based on these findings, you know, I can't say that I believe this based on no evidence, mm-hmm. which is ultimately the kind of the, the line is evidence and no evidence. Because mm-hmm. if you believe in science, evidence is going to change your mind no matter what the exactly. evidence is. Exactly. If you if you believe whatever the fuck you believe just because you believe it, then you can, you, you'll believe anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll believe anything. Right. Yeah. And then I, there's also the thing where if someone believes something so hard, that 
facts only make it worse. Like it doesn't yeah. doesn't change their beliefs. Well, that I feel like that that is the case a lot of times with religious beliefs. Yeah, yeah, um, that's why that's why I have issues with religious like you know arguments. <laughs> so I'm a pseudoscience. Uh, I love pseudoscience. I love conspiracy theories, like I said. But the way that I go, <laughs> the way that I go about them is I keep an open mind. Period. Yeah. The whole I'll believe anything thing is like literally I keep an open mind to pretty much everything. <laughs> people can tell me people can tell me whatever they want to tell me about. You know, I saw a spaceship last night. Cool. I've never seen a spaceship. Yeah. You know, but I'm not going to refute your uh, I'm not going to invalidate you. Yeah, <laughs> some people will be like straight that's up. Something, the, that's, the instinct that's, you're is, getting into oh. a gray area because you see I, I've personally I think I've seen what I can personally say was a you and, know, quote unquote UFO. Mm-hmm. I mean, but what about the military? Not, they it's just not like have... I watch an alien get out of that thing and fly out and say yeah. what's up, you know? Exactly. I don't know that, but I know what I saw. Mm-hmm. However, I can't say I know what it was. Yeah. And just based on like, because I've seen videos of similar shit that's just unexplainable. Nothing what about, on this what about that Navy that video? Like that. What about that Navy video? The one that they had to they had the to Navy say. The Navy video. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Just because that was out for a long time, for years, and then the government finally came out and said it was real. The reason they didn't say anything before was that they didn't kind of want to be caught as like entertaining the idea that it, aliens are real or whatever. They kind of just decided it was better to say nothing. Mm. But they finally acknowledged the videos as real. Mm-hmm. And in the videos, I mean, the guys are like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, you know, it's clearly not not another not aircraft. From from the U.S. or something, yeah. or I, that's the kind of thing the military would know about. You know, they would just let some some no because that that can that can end really bad. You know, you know what I mean. I want to say June, sometime in the beginning of June, there was a every pretty much every uh, legitimate news source reported that there are up to I don't know if it was thirty six or sixty three. Um, intelligent life forces that they are finally like yep this is real hmm. and um <laughs> nobody cared to, i was like hey aliens that's what we get predicted for june right and like nobody cared because black when did they say that so um it was beginning of june sometime in june um, what, what what who published that like did you see forbes uh literally like just google it is it was every reputable, news source reputable news sources yep wow yep Every single one. And I went ahead and posted it on my page and people were like, yeah, okay, but back to like black lives because right. we're dying. But here's <laughs> the thing, like, that's important. Uh, Instagram's about to be done. Um, yeah, we did two hours, bro. Yeah, we've been Shit. talking for a minute. I have to pee. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to go do that? Might as well. You okay. Hold the- yeah. But I was saying like, um, imagine like if, if they trying so hard to really, um, um, you know, come to a conclusion that black lives matter and that you know then then how would we even like how would those people even like be able to like handle alien lives matter <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't and i feel like you know partially i think the reason that if if the government legitimately knew that aliens are real and they were like meeting up with them in secret and shit yeah i feel like they wouldn't tell us just because they know that a great deal of people in this country would what? not be able what? to handle it probably the world too oh my God. but the the natural reaction is gonna be fucking kill those aliens because i mean you see how these fucking people react when they see even just like black people doing some shit that they, they kind of think is uncomfortable <laughs> they, you think they see aliens you think they're gonna want to be friends with them no. Hell no 
that's not the case. And that's the, that's the issue. Well, probably, and that's the thing, because we know that if there's really like super intelligent life that's out there, that they're going to be able to enlighten us and give us information that we wouldn't have never been able to fathom or just kill us to make room. Those are the only, those are the only two real outcomes. <laughs> there's, if there's any, any species of life smart enough, advanced enough to get all the way from wherever the fuck they're from to here mm. in one piece, in one lifetime, and enough to just be on a mission or whatever, yeah. they're, they're going to do one of two things. They're either here to help us out and help help themselves out by helping us out, yeah. or they're here to fucking kill us and enslave us and take over the planet. Wow. <laughs> it's one of those two things. No aliens are showing up here to be like, what's up? We're aliens. And we're di-. No. If they're smart enough to get here, they're smart enough to know there's only two ways it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. They're either going to help us out for their own purposes to help them out, or they're going to fucking wipe us out. <laughs> I mean, you, you think about even just here locally, how it's worked out anytime some civilization showed up somewhere else where there was already people and they were like more technologically advanced. Like what happened with the uh, pilgrims and the uh, Native Americans? They wiped them out. Flat the pilgrims didn't even know how to grow there. their own food, bro. They like barely they knew. They didn't, but they showed up with diseases and they wiped them out and they showed up with guns and it w- didn't work out well because of that. Wow. You know, same same thing in South America. They they fucked those places up. <clears throat> the only honestly, you go to South America, you go to Mexico, you'll see a lot of fucking white people there. Just because, just because historically white people showed up, that's why. Wow. You know, there's few people that actually in Mexico that are, are like indigenous yeah. that look like 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 I do. You know what I mean? Like, my family from Mexico is legit, like, indigenous. Like, they speak a language that I don't even fucking know. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. Yeah. They speak a language. There's probably, like, less than 100 people who speak that shit still. Wow. Like, it's that indigenous to the point that they don't even speak Spanish like that. Wow. Like... What about, you know, me- like, where, where are you? What about your people? Like, I mean, Mexico is connected to the continent, right? Yeah, and likely whatever you know my lineage of people is probably what you could consider native american probably the yeah. same like I guess I kind of like guess. race or whatever you might want to call it that's probably why people always fucking ask me if i'm indian or something they're like are you indian are you native american i mean you I, technically low-key are kind of sort of right i, may, I might be <laughs> i yeah. might be i don't know right i know what but i'm not trying to like blow up her spot but she was just asking like what race was oh Hey, I thought we was keeping it 100 over here, bro. I mean, it could, I mean, I was just asking. I'll put his picture up there. <laughs> I was just asking because um, I can't remember why I was asking. I'm sorry. Were honest. you upset that I just said that? I'm sorry. I'm all right. To okay, be okay. <laughs> I was just like, is he white? We just wanted to know your ethnicity because you have a very um, Western That's accent. Not, that is not the reason why I wanted what to What was the reason? I was, I, was, I was wanting to ask because of what the things he was saying. I was like, yo, this is a really woke-ass white boy. <laughs> and I was like, wait, he might not be white, though. Okay, that would have been funny, though. But I'm pretty sure that he... I was like, that is an ally. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> then I was like, oh, never mind. But I mean, not, not never mind. But damn, I mean, not never mind. Yo, real talk. There's a big problem with between Mexicans and Black people, like Black Americans. Like, well, there's definitely a big problem. There's a lot of fucking racist ass Mexicans. And you know what? When people act like, um, you know, when people are like, oh, but you know, you white Black people are racist against white people and this and that, and people are like, oh, but it's impossible for. What I say is, sure. 
yeah, because of the way shit is culturally, it's kind of not really real for, like, black people to be racist against white people. But it's not like being brown or black makes you impossible to be fucking stupid. Because I know a lot of Mexican people that are racist as fucking say the same shit that fucking white people say. Wow. Like, it's not a, it's not about, oh, you got melanin, so you're impo- you can't be racist. People that view things that way are just fucking stupid, and they they know what's up. They know it's because the way shit is set up, it's not really reasonable to say that black people are being racist against white people. They know that, but they can't acknowledge that, like, yeah, racism is just fucking racism. Like, either it's just fucking ignorance, you know? Well, racism, I'd like to make this point. Racism, period, is you thinking that your particular race is superior to another. Or that yeah. all other races are inferior. Period. So it is or, possible or that for another race is superior. Period. Because you can have black people that exactly. think that white right. people. Well, are that's superior. the whole tips. But there's this huge. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, you can have black people that think white people are superior. Right. You can have. Yeah, internalized. It's, it's not. You know, it's not exclusive to what color you are. Right. Whether you're fucking stupid or not. Right. You know? And that's the thing. There's this huge community of people that will fight to the death and they're probably going to be upset with me for saying this that that will say it is impossible black people cannot be racist because racism means that they have power who are black people oppressing right. no, no, no 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 yeah. but they're still going to say it they, and even after this post they're going to be like you should have never said that black no. people cannot be racist it's impossible it means that they well, think it's, that it's a valid argument superior. to say that because of the way shit is societal you know societally that you can't um technically be like systemically racist sure that's very valid to say i mean but like to just say that because you are this or you're that that you can't be a stupid fuck <laughs> is just stupid in itself <laughs> what were you saying yeah, prejudice, everybody's prejudice the prejudice a bigot bigot whatever but the semantics thing it's it's sort of like the black lives matter all lives matter thing to me being like the semantics of saying well we're not racist they can be bigots but they can't be racist it's like Mm. Come on, bro. Like, you're just. It's, it's, it is semantic because it's just playing semantics. Off the word. Like, no, the correct word is prejudice. It's like, yeah, but you're still a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, we all right. are, to be honest. We, we know, all shit, are prejudiced. Shit, like, Dude, shit, like, I will not sit here and act holier than thou. Except for babies. You know, right. I. Kids are, kids are prejudiced. Bro, I'm, you're, you're, you're one of my good friends, uh, uh, Alex. I have prejudices that I've seen against Mexican people, man, because I have been conditioned. <laughs> With that shit, bro. And I can't sit here and act like I don't see, like, 20 work boots sitting outside of a door and go, oh, they Mexican, all right. Like, I don't even have that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, you see, that's that's the thing, is that's not... Like, you're talking about, like, you see some boots outside of a house and you think there's Mexican people. That's not fucking racist. That's not you saying, I fucking hate Mexican people. Yeah, yeah. That's not you saying, I fucking hate Hispanic people and I fucking wish they would die mm-hmm. and shit or saying shit like, right, well, right. I want to run over them. Right, like, that's, right. That's not the same. Yeah, you're right. It's not the same. When you when I say shit like, oh, white people can't dance or whatever, that's not fucking racist. <laughs> it's prejudice. <laughs> You know, but it, it, and it is like I mean, but the thing is, it's still gonna make you mad. Yeah. Like when people make jokes about the black community not having fathers, you know, that's gonna cut right. deep because yeah. that's that's a hurtful. Or being uneducated you know? and the most educated people in America are yeah. black women. But if you if you start talking about how we all got big dicks and how we can dance and um, you know, step and fetch it, you know. Yeah. Right, and that's that's not something that's meant to be like fuck these people and these people are fucking stupid and less than me or whatever it's supposed to be funny and you can take it as a joke but Mm. when you're saying things like oh let's say like oh native american people they don't fucking exist because we murdered half of them like that's not people have said that 
Oh yeah. You know, or when they jokes. they do the George Floyd neck uh, challenge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or when they have pictures of them lynching black people and they put stupid signs and smile and make like, you know, stupid poses and shit. Right. I had a friend, an Asian guy. Yeah. Not very smart. Okay. <laughs> what? But that goes against the, like, <laughs> they would put him on the spot for all types of shit when we, this is high because school. Because they thought he was Because smart. they thought he was smart. He was like one of the two only Asian people in the whole school. And it didn't matter what was going on when they were like, you know what? This is a good math question. Yeah. Foe. And Foe was just like. Damn. You know, again with this shit. <laughs> Here's the thing. You see, like, that's not necessarily the worst thing. They're they're what implying that you're smart. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> there's an but, internal but, there's an internal stereotype too. What were you saying? I was like, but, but be that dumb Asian guy, or yeah. be that black guy you with could small be that. dick, yeah, or be that Caribbean girl that doesn't have doesn't know how to wind her hips, yeah. Be that you know, yeah. be that person. If, your life is right. If stereotypes are so enforced heavily that if you're anything different than whatever your stereotype is, then you feel inferior. You feel like you're not needed in the. Well, you in just sense. feel out of place. I yeah, mean, out of place, yeah. growing up, me. Like Mexican and shit, I, I I honestly don't know what the fuck like a Mexican like teenager or whatever is supposed to be like or yeah. act like or whatever. But all I did was fucking you know play guitar and shit and listen to Metallica and that made me feel a little out of place. But I'm, I'm not gonna like be like, oh uh, I'm better than you or whatever. Like that's not. Do you listen you know, to the other stuff the too? Like the boom, boom, that's like that's boom, like the boom, you know like boom, the black guy that wants to act like he's better than other <laughs> black people because he speaks like white people and dresses like white people right. that type of shit. But do you connect like, with no. the Mexican music like the stuff that you? Yeah, the, I, like I don't really fuck with Mexican music like that. But I don't really. I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's like stupid shit. Yeah. Or anything like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I do kind of poke fun at it sometimes. Like, I think some of that shit sounds like yeah. clown car music. But, like... <laughs> I was just doing it. I was like... Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> like, I think some of that shit just sounds a little silly, but it's not like I'm going to be, like... Fuck that music. Right. Or yeah. Because I know that if we're in Mexico and they're playing that music, we're going to vibe. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Erica Badu says... Uh... Definitely not going to be on some, like, racist shit, which is the... Yeah. You know, that's, that's the, the fine line... Is those Hold people <laughs> those people get on some racist shit. Yeah. It's unmistakable. They get on some like ignorant ass, hateful shit, some shit that you don't hear good people say because they're just bad. They're just bad they're bad for your health. Yeah. Hmm. Erica Badu said, um, all around the globe when she when she does her tours, all around the globe, no matter where she is, everybody identifies with the same language, which is the kick and the snare. Mm. You know? And um and mm-hmm. I was saying to myself, like I don't know where I'm from because of what happened in this country. <laughs> but um, sure. at the end of the day, I heavily identify with African and Cuban beats. <laughs> yeah. That's that soca rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I heavily identify with the Caribbean and the African, those that, that it hits me in my soul. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time, I have a, I have a, um, a playlist on Spotify called uh, Universal Language. You made this? Mm-hmm. Oh, go check out her Spotify playlist, Universal Language. Like Never mind. Four songs on there so far. Okay, but well, as, as I go, y'all want to help her build that shit. Send her some shit. <laughs> as I go, I I like put songs in there where I don't even understand the language that's being said. Dude, yes. Yeah. But so I have. There's Ch- so much Chaya good African Chaya. music. Is there's there's a song called Chanya Chanya. Yeah. And it's uh, from an old '90s Indian film. Chanya 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 Chanya. Is that the thing that uh, R. Kelly got? No, no, no. I was like, where the fuck did R. Kelly come from? Like, it just fucked my whole movie. My bad, dog. Yo, <laughs> no. real talk. It's R. Like, Kelly is a, is a fucking piece of shit. 
I'm sorry. I was going to mention that he knows all the, the, the trapped in your closet, but go ahead. There's this song. It's like the, the pronunciation is like literally like Chala China. Chala China. Yeah. You know, it's, and, it, and the beat. Do, 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 do. Chala China, China, China. Yeah, yeah. Chala China, China, China. Yeah, yeah. And then the beat drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like China, 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 China. You're going to have to show me that record. Now that's on there. And then there's a song by Ibeyi that just, I think it's called Me Voy. They're speaking in Spanish yeah. most of the song, and it's about um, remembering and, and something about remembering. Right, they right. Recordalize means remembering. Yeah. I mean, I listen to Major Lazer and stuff like that. They have a lot of songs where it's just full Spanish speaking, and after a while, I kind of actually catch so the. Understand what yeah, saying. I don't understand what they're saying, but I catch the rhythm. Like he goes, it's like bomb, bomb. It's like I catch the fucking rhythms, and sometimes I actually be catching the words, like you know, here and there, but. I don't, What's crazy is yeah. I'll go and I'll look up the words to some of these songs and I'm like, damn, that resonates with like something that's actually going on in my life. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's interesting. So that I made that playlist called Universal Language because like it's literally so far that the playlist is only like four songs, but so far that playlist has been songs that like you can, you can on a wide scale identify with right. even whether you do or don't know the language. Right. And this is the thing. That's the tribal instinct that I was talking about. That's the information that's being wow. passed through us. Right. And this is. That? I don't know. We are getting, but the language right there. See what I'm saying? Like that language, Yeah. that language thing that we're talking about, the, how, how curse words are so powerful. We don't know anything about, we don't have to know what that is. You'll know from the intent, from the, from the way that it's being expressed. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think that, yes, there are white people who know that I know a person who, I mean, matter of fact, um, we had a person uh, recently come to our home and do the bonfire. I'm not going to mention names cause I know that it's a, thing but um they were speaking in their native tongue and they sung a song so that's there are ancestral traditions that you know are being passed to people that are you know nordic and and caucasian and things like that you know so there's that i mean irish has that thing you know and there's a reason why people that are caucasian or not uh, black people um have an affinity to the guitar I mean, that's the thing. Like, that, their spirit is speaking through the... Like, their guitar speaks to their spirit. So they have that. They have that ability. You know? I mean, in sense, that... I mean, you really go back in terms of, like, you know, guitar music even. You look at, uh... I mean, guys like Jimi Hendrix, who, who I think personally to me is probably, like, my maybe my biggest inspiration in terms of guitar playing. Yeah. Probably Jimi Hendrix. But not just that. Black people in general, for, like, what they've done for, like, music period but specifically for guitar music for r&b jazz hip-hop rock music <laughs> yeah like, it's endless, Everything. It's yeah. endless. yeah so it's not even like uh you know if you're black and you play guitar it's like you're connecting with some weird shit or something like that like no you you're making that shit like it's it's yeah. you know but it's, you know it's just it's the music dave chappelle has a bit that he's joking about that about how people interact like black people respond more to drums and white people respond more to electric guitar but you know he's joking oh, yeah, and john mayer they're making a joke about it but he's he's onto something there's there's a connection because the way that we communicated was sitting around the fire banging on the drums that's part of our history. That's part of our DNA, right? I mean, yeah, I guess you could say so. Um, this, this is something when you when you come down to like music period, it's always it gets really percussive because I mean that's when it comes down to those were the first instruments were, were shit you were beating on. Yeah, and and a guitar is like a combination of a string and a percussion instrument too. 
And um, I mean, man, like you said, uh, it all boils back to African music and black music. You know, even if, even if, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I genuinely think that every genre and every music originates from black. Um, In this country, definitely. In this country, definitely, most, pretty much every form of like popular music has been kind of just originated in some way by black people. Jazz right. music started by black people. Blues started by black people. Right. But there are a few exceptions that I think. Even country. Yeah, yeah, even country. Yeah, I think that there are a few exceptions though. Like, you know, ain't no nigga, ain't ain't no nigga gonna think about a bagpipe. Like, (laughs) like there are some things that are exclusively white. Like an accordion, bro. That's a that's a white instrument. It has all these buttons. You you probably had to have money to get that fucking instrument. You know, a a bagpipe, an accordion. There are some intricate instruments. Piano, you know, that had to be built. You know, it's like, you know, certain instruments that I believe definitely were white or higher class because they had, it was almost impossible to get a hold of them. And you had to. Well, yeah. Shit like piano. Yeah. You really could only play piano if you were in a wealthy family because yeah. you could only afford one if you were wealthy. Yeah, yeah. Shit, that's even true now. Pianos are fucking expensive. Yeah, my grandmother was very into piano and we had an upright piano in our house and that's why I was able to fuck around with it a little bit, you know? That's a that's a huge privilege, you know, but, you know, she grew up in Jamaica and when she was a kid, they had piano like she was kind of well off. So they had like piano teacher come and teach them piano and shit. So she wanted us to have that, too. So it's like she's trying her best to, you know, you know, keep a tradition going of some sort, you know, because most people of color, like you said, don't have access to piano unless they have like, you know, marching band and they go into the band and they play, they play you know, Dr. Dre. Bling, 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 bling. <laughs> Yeah. Those three keys. Most hip hop songs. Is yeah, yeah, three, three key chords. Yeah. That's the first thing I played was uh, Eve's. Do, 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 right. Or the um the or the it was love at first sight. I know. Just run from the machine. Oh, what's the other one? Uh, the uh, the one that was like um, the. That's still more keys than, than three. It's three, but you're doing like a double bass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But um, what are we talking about, nigga? We've been talking for like three hours. Now we're talking about music being a music language. Music being a language. We have so, not been on topic. Look, we have low-key been on topic the whole time. We're talking. That's, that's language. <laughs> we're using our language to talk. Yo, it is Sunday night. I have to be at work and... Six hours. I'm the only one. I might call out sick and be like, (laughs) "I got that Rona, nigga." Proof. I got that Rona. Not sick (laughs) on camera. (laughs) They don't. Yo. I get fired. Fuck that job. Winning team. Paid in America. BCBG. I'm so thankful for you guys for lowing me and keeping me on this unemployment. (laughs) (laughs) I will rep. I love BCBG. Hallelujah. Yes. Clothes are fire. Um, order yeah. online, folks who are wondering where we are. Yeah, bcbg.com, right? <laughs> Maybe order we'll online. get that sponsor. You Please, know? I mean, if y'all order online and, put, and keep the business going. Yeah, put in the promo know? code, fuck your mother. <laughs> spend that stimulus. Put the promo code, suck your mother. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being stupid. Spend that stimulus on a $500 dress that you won't wear because we're probably going to all die before you could ever get married. <laughs> Okay, so I like to. I'm trying to do a tradition, but I want to make a sponsor for every episode. Um, but it's like a fake sponsor, pretty much just 
something that you think is a thing that we do, like a common trope. So on one episode, I said, um, this episode is brought to you by um, Facebook Messenger. Um, ignore your friends or some shit like that. So is there anything that you think is a common trope that you are noticing that you want to kind of make a fake ad for? This uh, Spam. Spam? What do you mean like? Did you know it comes from a spig? What's the spig? Okay, oh Lord. <laughs> Are you talking about spam like spam bots like sending you messages? No, I'm talking about spam, the actual like meat The meat? Oh yeah, Lord. Can can spam. Okay. What is spam? What is spam? You tell me. It's... Does your food taste like plastic? Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, run it, run it. This is the ad. Yeah. Hold up, wait, wait, this is the ad. Does your food taste like plastic? <laughs> you tired? Are you tired of biting into your meat and you get a little too chippy? Oh. Anyway, um, spam. It's grinded <laughs> better than the rest. What is it made of? Who knows? Who cares? It's meat. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by spam. It's meat? <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you through. If you're Hawaiian, you fuck with it. Spam. <laughs> All right. Yo, thanks, Alex, for coming through. Thank you, Jerry, for coming through. Thank you, winning team, for showing love. Straightoutthedend.com. Shout out to Broke broke to Dope for, you know, sharing our shit. And, um, yo, keep it crispy or whatever the fuck. Spam can be crispy. Yo. Another plug for spam. Yo, real talk. Yo. You can fry it. I like saying curse words. Spam you, mother spammer. <laughs> Do you have a last words to say, Alex, or anything that you want to plug? Yeah, uh, shit, fuck, cop, bitch, pussy. Um, I, I forget the other <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, and I will do the safe uh, lint liquor. Lint liquor. <laughs> lint liquor. Mother plushing. Uh, <laughs> Vaka. Schultergeist. Schultergeist. <laughs> um. Holy cow. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Peace. All right.